0: announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. You are now listening to Lucha Outsider Show, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. At Lucha Outsiders, everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes.
1: Lucha the Show.
0: Lucha Outsider hey. Show.
1: Congratulations, you played yourself. Oh,
0: yes! No! Oh, yes! Oh, yes. Oh, yes! 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 Oh my God. That is a disgusting act. the the You just made the list. Congratulations, you played yourself.
1: Yeah! Yeah, 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 guess who's back? I'm Leo! That's Mario.
0: <laughs> the hero, the the dealer, the of the killer, the anti the killer, the eyes. the, the IWC, your the and our third man. Yeah,
1: where is he? Where is he? he you go. He's
0: not in the building. Samus Suplex is not in the building. Damn it. But this is still the Loose child side the show, episode 151. 151. And if you missed everything or anything on today's episode, make sure you download, subscribe, and podcast version of the show. iTunes, SoundCloud, you want to be fancy, out the podcast. soon On a mess app, app, LosRadio.com, Stitcher, Spotify, and iHeartRadio,
1: wherever you get your podcast music. Yeah, and what up to everybody that's there with us on the chat? What up, Jessica? How about everybody else? Make sure you share the video, let the people know that we are here! If I could throw you off in the first five minutes of the show, we'll start it off right. I said if I could throw you off in the first five minutes of the show, we're going to be all right.
0: Why, with the whole Sammy not being here? No, with the yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh Oh. What up, bro? What's up, man? What's What's going on? on, bro?
1: Just hey here. it's funny
0: cuz we always start the show off like either when Sam's here or not we always like what's up like we haven't been talking yeah. for like the last hour.
1: No. <laughs> and and that and that's the that's like the craziest thing, right? So That's like Radio 101. <laughs> yeah, like leave it for the air, stupid. Like again, we've been talking about a whole bunch of wrestling stuff off the air. So what's up? What else we got to talk about? Nothing. <laughs> so guys, share the video, let the people know that we are here. Um we're going to talk about a little wrestling.
0: All right, so let's
1: start the show off
0: right, because last week it was very Mellow Jones. So give it me was, a minute.
1: It was also Sunday afternoon. Damn, I need a Red Bull now. God damn, I need a Red Bull! What Hashtag, a, it's Red Bull time. What a Ben yeah, Cliff, Lewis Durang?
0: Last week it was just such a mellow show, bro.
1: Well, first of all, it was Sunday afternoon, right? Yes. Um, it was Sunday evening, actually. Uh, I was half asleep, not gonna lie, not gonna lie. I think I dozed off for like half of the show. But it wasn't because it wasn't entertaining. I was just beat.
0: And Sam was just somewhere else. Uh, I don't know. I think we just needed some blow or something. (laughs)
1: We needed something. All right, let's talk about some wrestling. Hey, that's how wrestling got through the 90s. (laughs) 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 Ask ask Marty (laughs) Jannetty. Yo, what the hell is up with his fucking Facebook? He killed somebody. We're not even even going to entertain that. No? We're not going to entertain that at all. Because I was watching the 1991 Royal Rumble, and Marty Mm Jannetty was there for a whole, like, three seconds. (laughs) Because he got thrown out as soon as he walked in. (laughs) Yeah. Oh maybe something with the name Marty. I don't know. <laughs> uh, could be, could be. Because ri- right, didn't Rick and Marty them. didn't Rick and Marty get uh canceled too? Did they? Uh, uh, Marty, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think they did. Holy shit! There's something about the, the only the only Marty that we have is Marty McFly. <laughs> Not even. Well, and we have Marty, your dog. So yeah. Two for two. Oh, okay.
0: okay. True. 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 <laughs> All right. Two more. All right. Now I really want to get your opinion on this because yes. this is very business talk, and yes. you're like good when it comes to that kind of stuff. So WWE signs a, a residency with the Am- Amway Center that's in Orlando mm-hmm. till October 30th. That means they're going to be uh, doing their shows. I believe on SmackDown. They haven't mentioned anything about NXT. Okay. Uh, from Amway Center starting this Friday. And they're gonna be live so from a business standpoint i think they're going like the nba direction yes uh what's your thoughts on that?
1: it's perfect it's perfect because what happens is, is this what and, and and it kind of goes back to what we've been talking about ever since this whole pandemic happened and you had no fans and then you had to figure it out and then you change the camera angle AEW, and then wwe ends up changing it afterwards and then you know what i mean AEW uses the wrestlers and and now you know nxt and everybody else is doing the same thing from right. a business standpoint It's good because it makes it seem bigger than what it is. So right now, if you were to drop me, you know, let's say we we take a trip, right? You were to plug me from 2020. You were to drop me in to look at both of these shows, right? Both of these brands, AEW and WWE. I don't care how much money you have in the WWE. If you look at that product, it looks inferior to what AEW is doing. AW, they're in a in a football field. They're in a you know in, in a bigger stadium, you know whatever it may be. But the per- AW just
0: by the look wise on Wednesday nights, and even and I'll even go a step further throughout the week. AW always feels like yeah. the must see show, while yeah. the other shows you will be like, I'll watch you later.
1: It it kind of looks like like uh, like a um, a higher brand of indie wrestling. That's what WWE looks like. You know what I mean? Like the Performance Center makes it look small which we know what WWE is. Um, First of all, what up to Ben Cliff? Good uh, afternoon, guys from England. And Jessica Hoffman says, I would like you guys to meet Luis Jaden, a friend from the Regans of Wrestling, which, by the way, happy birthday to half or third, third of the Regans of Wrestling. Rico, today's his birthday. Happy birthday, Rico. Happy birthday to our boy. But yeah, so you getting the Amway Center, right? Now... You could bring back pyro. You could bring things into that will make it seem bigger, make it seem like you are the innovator. You know what I mean? Cuz who took wrestling to the stadiums? McMahon. Who took yeah. wrestling to TV? McMahon. Who nationalized, globalized wrestling? McMahon. So now you're telling me in the pandemic when you have to be on your, you know, on on your thing, you have to be on it because whoever doesn't wh- whoever doesn't evolve no pun intended. Uh, whoever doesn't involve is going to die. You know what right, I mean? Right. So this move with the Amway Center, again, I think is mostly for the visual, right? Where now it seems bigger. But I think you will be letting in fans some way. Like, At some point, I feel. Yeah. Because if, if you rent it till October, that means you have plans.
0: All right. So speaking of these plans, yeah. they are definitely going in the NBA direction. So mm. this week they're going to be debuting. Some applications are going to be coming out. It's an interactive experience, which will evolve, involve the WWE universe, yeah. uh, legends, superstars and celebrities. So if you guys have been watching the NBA, you notice like the what is that like uh, fiberglass type gimmicks that's in the background that. You you'll mean, see like imagery, like you'll see okay. like Little Wayne. It's like watching the NBA and stuff. You, yeah. What, what 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 is that like?
1: Uh, so it's a projection. So what, there you go. What they what they're doing in the NBA, and if you guys haven't seen it, uh, what they're doing in the NBA, they're actually having uh, Zoom calls, like Mario and I are having now, breaking the fourth wall. Hey, Coca Uh But <laughs> like what we're doing right now, which is a Zoom call. So what the NBA is doing, they're actually they're. I think I saw it at a glance. They're either projecting it or they have screens back there, where you're able to it's like see. Screen. That's what it is. Yeah, it's screen. So you're able to see fans watching the show. Unlike the 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 cutout cutboards that they're using for MLB for baseball or for soccer, um, what the NBA is doing is they're actually showing you fans interact with what happens. Of course, you got the delay, you know. So when LeBron mm-hmm. hit that hit that uh, game winning shot. You know, you had to wait a couple of seconds before the fans were able to celebrate. But it brings that having the fans there, which is something that WWE did speak about like two or three months ago, I believe, when this whole thing first started. They were talking about having the fans on Zoom calls. Now, I ask you a question, Mr. Rated R, Rated R since 87 everywhere. Do you think that the fans would act correctly? On those videos. In other words, you're trying to say what the fans <laughs> behave. <laughs> yes. Absolutely not. Yes. So this is what I, I think is going to happen. I think. Listen. <laughs> and
0: and listen, I got to condone. If WWE does go this route, I got to condone it. Because mm. wrestling fans yeah. don't know how to act. So no. I feel like you have to, like, you know, when you, like, get, like, an application on your phone or, le- or your computer, you know that. That whole description that nobody ever reads and then you Mm -hmm. hit check just to continue. I feel like it's going to be something down the lines where it's like, listen, if you don't act correctly, you could potentially get a lawsuit or potentially pay a fine or something like that. So if you check that box and you don't read the fine print, you will get fined if you don't act correctly, which we all know wrestling fans (sighs) never act correctly.
1: See, my thing is this. And, and I actually, I, I, I did produce a show uh, for a couple of friends of mine where they had this comedian guy come in, right? And I know it has nothing to do with wrestling, but it will in a second. So they had this comedian guy come in. Now, when a comedian tells jokes and you don't hear the laughter, right? It's a dead joke, right? Like it has to be extra funny in order for you to laugh, right? Now, okay. in a business standpoint, WWE would want to open up those microphones, Right? Now my thing is, when you do open up the microphones, you hear everything. Like let's say, let's say my, one of my kids walk in, you're still gonna hear me talking to them while the show's going on, even though it has nothing to do with what the show's going on. So mm-hmm. in that sense, it kind of scares me a little bit because sometimes the fan forgets that they're on camera. You know what I mean? So and we've seen with all these Zoom calls where you know you had the one guy in Spain where his you know his uh, lover walked through the back and now his wife found out. You know what I mean? That's talking like big scale. But if you look at it, you're going to have some stupid shit like that happen. Well,
0: I hopefully, like I said, read the fine print. <laughs> if you act stupid or don't act correctly, right, then you're going to get a fine. And I mean, I support it. Uh, mm. If you act, if you tend to act stupid and try to be like a troll or whatever it is, then you need to pay some fines, man. But you, but you, you know, act, you can't. You gotta act right. You know what? If you're does, gonna participate yeah. in this gimmick, which is something that I have no interest in doing, no, right? Neither, I neither. just want to watch watch yeah. the show for what it is, and that's it. I have no. I'm not one of these fucking idiots that, that needs to try to be out there and you know, mm. like, oh my God, I'm on TV. No, I, I, I don't care.
1: Like so- those, guys, those guys that stand at the WWE events, like the guy with the green shirt. No, no, those guys. I just have no interest to steal the spotlight. I'm just a
0: wrestling fan that just wants to enjoy wrestling, right? But if you're one of these schmucks that plan on participating in one of these games, just Mm -hmm. act correctly. Because I could picture like, okay, you have a family. Sam has a family. I could picture all you guys with your family together watching wrestling, right? Shut the fuck up! Stop
1: moving! (laughs) No, that's not how it's going to (laughs) work. I I wouldn't recommend a parent to act that
0: way. But
1: by the way, before they say anything, there's like nobody there. So calm the fuck down. I didn't scream (laughs) at anybody.
0: All right. Moving on to more stuff that WWE is doing this week. um, We had ICW, Progress, WXW and Evolve make their debuts on the WWE Network. Um, we it. talked about it, uh, mm-hmm. I believe, a month or so ago. Evolve went on there. They uh, WWE bought them out. Yeah. WXW, Progress, ICW, they're still in business. They're finally on the on the network. Uh, but until this pandemic, I feel like gets like some type of resolution or whatever. I'm sure they're gonna be running shows. So, what what's your thoughts on all this content now being on the WWE
1: network? Hey, as a wrestling fan, we're winning. As a wrestling right. fan, we're winning because you know what our boy Fat Mania—he's always posting stuff from Progress Wrestling. I've never watched a show, you know what I mean? So now, as a wrestling fan and as an owner of the WWE Network, I do pay my nine ninety nine a month. Um, I'm gonna be, you know, inclined to check out Evolve. I'm gonna be inclined to check out all these new, um, different promotions that maybe we won't we won't get as much here, um, right. or that we don't have the the. The luxury of, of watching it, right? Hmm. Um, and and it kind of goes, you know, it goes both ways because now you're kind of opening up the eyes to people, and and this is why I think it, it's the smartest thing that the WWE has done as a whole, right? Not the buying evolve, but the adding of those other brands because right now, let's say you 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 own a uh, progress, right? Mm-hmm. You have no income, you're not selling any shirts. You're not selling any, any uh, you know, door to door. You're not, you're not, um, you're not spending on guys unless you, ha- you know, they have uh, contracts that you have to pay them, even if they're home, you know. Right. But you have no income whatsoever. So what other exposure? And I think this was smart. Again, the smartest thing that WWE has done because if you're just sitting there and you have all this content, and people always talk about progress, and they always talk about you know, uh, WXW now. You sign them. You pay them X. Let's say a hundred thousand, right, for that for for that part of the library, right? That only makes your brand bigger than what it is. That only opens up others people's eyes because you will go back and you will check. You know, hey, Wade Barrett at one point was here. Hey, the you know, AJ Styles was here. Whoever it may be, and I'm pretty sure the WWE marketing department already has. You know, like AJ Styles was here, yeah, here, when here, press, here,
0: here. When the press release, they had um, they had Keith Lee, Drew McIntyre, Johnny Gargano, yes. Alistair Black, and I'm forgetting Ricochet. one more. They Ricochet. had him in the in the front. Ricochet. Uh, in the front, like press release where they had all the. <laughs> all the promotions that they're going to be on the network. I yeah. think it's cool that all this content is going to be on the network. My only thing is once this pandemic finally is done and over with, and we mm-hmm. hit some uh, the new normacy, cause we're never going to go back to the, the old norm, but yeah. once we hit new normacy and all these promotions start running shows again, my question is, are these new live shows, are they going to be on the network? Cause that, that's what I want as a fan.
1: Uh, as far as the fight TV app, that is one of the, like, the best thing that has come out as far as for, right. you know, for a wrestling fan. And I think that that's what WWE, WWE and maybe ESPN is trying to go after, you know, because okay. let's not forget about those talks. They might have, you right. know, the, the the talk or, you know, the murmurs and according to Dave Meltzer, all that stuff has gone away from ESPN, but ESPN is still there. I think, right. I think the pandemic kind of held that back a little bit, but... Mm-hmm. If you look at it this way, everybody's coming out with a streaming service. Everybody's coming out with with something. You know, hey, come download the app, download the app. But I think the WWE app itself has kind of lost a lot of its luster from the beginning. Like, how many times can you actually watch the 1991 Royal Rumble?
0: I mean, it's gone to the po- – for me, and I haven't gone on the network in a while, but if I was, if I was to go on the network and there's nothing else to watch at night, I'll probably just throw, like, a random pay-per-view on until I like no, I no. knock out. <laughs> no, but, but
1: that, that's fine, right, and, and that's understandable, but, you know, you need something that's going to push people to go to the app, right? hmm This – of you having, you know, the, all these independent promotions coming to the network. Now, we don't know. It may be just hey, pandemic time until October. And then October we decide where we go from there. But at least you have them on there is the exposure. It works both ways right. because right. what what I'm thinking is in that contract that you signed, you're probably still you're building that that content window, but you're also building for you to be able to come up with um like an AJ Styles documentary or like a Ricochet documentary, right? Now the only difference between those two is for Ricochet, the only part you're going to be missing is Lucha Underground. After that, you right. can you can show everything else. For AJ mm-hmm. Styles, is not that easy. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So now I think this move is actually for right now and for the future, because if you were putting uh, the original bro was also on that on that flyer because I have it on the screen. Yeah, but little, but you know going forward. If you look at this lineup that they put on their WWE account, right, which is Matt Riddle, Ricochet, you know Drew McIntyre, Keith Lee, uh, Gargano, uh, Gargano, and um, and Alistair. Alistair, this is the future, because this move was made thinking about the future, right. When Triple H takes over, because none of these guys are going to be over if McMahon's around. But well, go ahead. I mean, I mean, okay. So if
0: you look at this right here, now, yeah. now make no mistake: these promotions, right? Evolve doesn't exist anymore, but all these promotions yeah. have been in bed with WWE for years yes. already. But if you look at this, I mean, Matt Riddle, he's getting booked, all right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's a slow booking process, but he he's getting shined, and we just he's started. Lead- Right. Keith Lee, he was a double champion. He's NXT champion. Drew yes. McIntyre, WWE champion. Johnny Gargano, he has he's been having a great run. I mean, he's not on the top slot like he mm-hmm. once was a couple years ago, but he he still gets T V time, whatever. But why? Alistair Black, Alistair Black, he's been up and down. But I think the, the the guy here that literally has been getting no shine whatsoever is Ricochet.
1: Well, he has been getting shine, but I, I don't know. Wrong I mean, in a sense because the man can't talk. But, That's the problem. Okay, but it goes back to what what you and I and, and Sam were talking about. You know, last show when we did it. I like you know uh, Prince Puma. You know,
0: right? And was, he was mysterious. And you that, wondered about him. And he didn't have to talk.
1: It, but it, exactly. But why? Why are you so hell bent on having them talk? Ray Mysterio for twenty five years didn't say a word, other than Viva la Raza. That was about it, right? And to do good talk, you know. So I, I think, unfortunately, you know, and, and it kind of goes off what we were talking about. But with Ricochet, like I don't think, and uh, he's being understood by the writing department. You know what I mean? Like you and just put up, just put him on a mask, bro. I like and, that, and that's
0: not and you know what? And I'm okay. Say, put, him, put him in a mask, and I'm not saying that. Put him in a mask because he's like a hideous-looking dude or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Like you know, he he's a good-looking guy. But what I'm trying to say is like he he's just. I, mm-hmm. There's no connection there. Like yes. there's no whatsoever. Nothing he says matters.
1: It's just. So I'm I'm not going, What was the What was the line? I'm not here to talk. I'm here to fight. Then shut up. Then remember that. Right. Line? It's
0: just. <laughs> it's like. But you know what? And as much as we're we're like. Trashing Ricochet because his promo work is terrible. Yeah. I still think he's better on the mic than Apollo Crews Apollo Crews no, Oh, my okay. God.
1: Okay, but but it kind of it kind of goes back to um, You know, I and, and I've been really high on on all these um, New Japan stuff right so lately I've been watching like lists of the best New Japan uh, wrestlers the whole Inoki era right a lot of these guys don't need to talk I'm gonna give you the, the best example of a guy that you know, but you probably have never heard his voice la parka have you ever heard la parka talk you're
0: talking about the original part the right? original
1: la parka not
0: uh la Park. Park. i mean in in recent years yes i've heard his voice okay but not in the beginning not in the wcw era not when he went back to triple a and before he went to wcw you never heard la parka talk only until recent years where I'll say, like in the last fifteen mm-hmm. to twenty years, after post WCW, he's kind of become become like kind of a hardcore wrestler.
1: Okay, but 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 again, it's because you know he's getting older. You know what I mean? Right. People, people are saying just make him Prince Jaguar. I'm okay with that. I'm okay I'm with cool making Ricochet.
0: Too. I mean, listen, if you make him Prince Jaguar, it's gonna be kind of like a like a fucking jab at AEW. If yeah. you think about
1: it. Yeah. And and again, like so, if you look at it, like going back to what we were talking about with La Parka, right? The guy had charisma. The guy was a, was a menace. You could see him as a heel. You felt bad for him as a babyface. You cheered when when he did the the whole thing with the chairs. But again, he was he, a, he was the chairman of WCW. He but he didn't say a word. He didn't say he didn't have to he didn't have to say anything. You know what I mean? Again, right? I think we've lost that art because in nowadays you want the total package. Right. Lex Luger. You want the total package. You want them to be able to good in the ring. You not Lex Luger, the total package. You want them to be good in the ring. You want them to be able to talk. You want them to be marketable because that's also another thing. Right. You don't need that with the guys that you have here on screen. I don't need to see Aleister Black talk. I don't just just his look makes him look menacing. You know what I mean? So. Right. Again, you don't have to have every single guy talk, right? Like Again, and if you look at it, and again, that's why I'm going back to the 91 uh, um, Rumble because I was actually watching it on Friday. But if you look at it, you had guys on there like um, Shawn Michaels. He still wasn't the Shawn Michaels that we know, but you didn't force him to talk. You know what I mean? It kind of evolved into that. So, But again, going back to this whole thing where we started from – was you know having these new promotions in the network dude i think that's a home run for now and the future
0: all right let's talk about um something that wasn't too good it was interesting but uh come on wasn't too good so last week we had braun kind of act like a quote-unquote monster he appeared weird on camera, mm-hmm. saying that he doesn't give a shit about Alexa Bliss. Yeah. I don't care about and then, Alexa Bliss. Something. Like and then that. this week, you had Braun come out with a new look. He kind of looks like you now, Leo. He yeah. shaved his head.
1: I, I gotta let my beard grow now.
0: <laughs> right. He came out. He cut a an atrocious promo. He he's just. He has right now. Braun Strowman is having the same problem that I have with Bailey. Mm-hmm. Is when Bailey, and he, even though Bailey has gotten a little bit better, but still, none of the things that she says is ever believable. Like yeah. Bailey is playing wrestler, and that's what Braun is doing now. He's mm-hmm. playing this monster type gimmick. Yeah, I like the Bliss came out. Um, they had a back and forth. Alexa then just starts slapping Braun, and then Braun kind of picks up alexa bliss over his head and goes to like every side of the ring until the Fiend comes out then braun magically disappears he appears on camera and starts laughing and while i'm watching this i'm like so who's the heel here
1: <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> so the whole picking her up around the ring like that was so stupid like, right. Like, we know what he was going to do. By the way, going back to what we were talking about before, The Undertaker didn't talk when he first appeared. Jessica Hoffman and Ben Cliff Ricochet's got charisma of a doormat. There you go. So, <laughs> but with, with Braun. That's a that's good one. Good. That's pretty good. That's a good one. That's pretty
0: good. <laughs> Who said that? Who said that? Uh, Who said
1: that? My boy Ben Cliff from England. What up to Ben Cliff? And, that? That and Stoke City. That's his <laughs> team, by the way. So, that was but,
0: pretty
1: good. But if you look in, <laughs> like, so, I, again, I watch most of these shows, and, and I was telling Mario off the air. That's why I said, you know, we talk for an hour off the air, and then we get here, and like, what the hell did we talk about? So, but I tried to watch SmackDown. I tried to sit for, you know, for the duration of the show, and it just seemed very slow for me, right? Again, why does it seem slow for me, and Mario was right, is because I'm used to the, you know, the 30-minute of a four-hour show breakdown of it, which is what I watch.
0: Where it cuts all the fat.
1: Yeah, yeah, so... What I didn't like, though, it was like they were told to go out there, right? Do A, B, and C, but I think they did A and B so quickly that they needed to fill time for C. My thing was this: I'm gonna slap you and make you remember who you are. You didn't need that line in there. You I didn't
0: know you want Alexa Bliss, Alexa to slap me all she wants. All no, right? no,
1: <laughs> and, and that, that's fine. But what I'm saying is, I did not need Braun to go. Like, are you like yeah, a little kid very, that's in trouble? Like, <laughs> it was very, it was very cringe. Like, I don't want to talk to you because if I see you, I'm going to punch you. So I'm going to look in the camera. No. Like, again, that's, that's what it felt like. So to us, to me, you, Ben, to everybody that's in there, Jessica, everybody that's in the chat with us. Right. And everybody's listening to us, to us, we're wrestling fans. Right. So it's like, we're, we're, we're led to believe that he can't look at her because he's going to be mad. Like, dude, just put on a show. Like, I know what you're trying to do here, but I think you totally missed the mark. And and you put it the 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 perfect way. Is he a heel now? Is he a face? Like, who's like who's the heel? And now, now, don't get me wrong.
0: The the IWC the 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 diehard fans they're rooting for Fiend, regardless who's the heel. The according because Bron had Braun has just been cringe. Mm-hmm. But like in story, it's like you know. Br- why you, there's Braun hasn't given a, given us a reason mm-hmm. for to cheer for him.
1: Well, we got here uh, Ismael Baez. What's up, Ismael? He says I thought Braun's promo was actually good. I want you to tell me why in the comments. Tell me why it was good. To me, it came off cheesy. To me, to me, it didn't come out believable. It was just not believable at all. It, yeah. He's plain wrestler,
0: and that goes when when you're confident in what your promos like a guy like MJF. He believes everything he says that comes out of his mouth. A guy like Braun, he's playing wrestler. Yeah.
1: Everything that he does plays to wrestler. Like right now, talking wise, if you were to put, right, let's say, let, let's play this this imaginary thing, right? Like if you were to close your eyes right now, right, and you would hear th- those two things, right? But it, it reconnected. But if you were to hear uh, MJF talk and Braun talk to me, in my mind, with my eyes closed and not looking at the actual product that I'm looking at, because, hey, it's a product. But to me, MJF seems like a, the eight-foot monster, and Braun Strowman seems like the little punky guy. You know what I mean?
0: Braun is like, just not a believable promo. Yeah, no, he's it, not it a does not. Promo. What he's trying to portray right now is just not working. Now, but,
1: great question from the chat. They said, do you think that they're trying to make the Fiend a face, and will that work?
0: I mean, who, let's be honest. Who's heels and whose faces with no audience? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, who's really the heel and who's really the face? Hoko is always the heel. What, no matter how heelish she could act or, yeah. or devious, people cheer for him. Like we've seen in the past, so it's like who's really the heel or the face? Yeah. But let's talk about another monster. Dummy. it. We seen a, a a former TNA guy in a WWE ring. Yes! Joseph Park, A.K. Abyss.
1: I actually marked that. For Man, that one. I, I, th-
0: I thought it was. <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny seeing him paired up with AJ um, with the whole chart gimmick. And then Jeff Hardy, you know, coming out there to uh, confront AJ setting up a match, which was originally going to take place at SummerSlam. Yeah. Unless something changes uh, for SmackDown or maybe it ends in a Smash or something. And then do, they do actually have the match at a, uh, at uh, SummerSlam. But yeah. I thought it was pretty cool seeing Abyss, uh, Joseph Parks on, on WWE TV. Who would ever thought in 2020 we would see AJ Styles, Abyss and Jeff Hardy in the same ring.
1: So, I loved it as a a TNA guy because I I think that that's one of the things. You know, we're both WWE guys, right? We both watched WWE for years. But I think the first time you and I spoke, like we started talking about wrestling as a whole, and not everybody was talking about TNA at the time. Not everybody was into it, TNA from the beginning type of thing. You know, the Wednesday pay-per-views, you know, AJ Styles with like very little hair. But one of the things with that is we actually, it's kind of like, Watching WCW, if you will, for, like, the new era. Like, you had two guys that are so, so tied into TNA and what TNA was when TNA was good. This is before Hogan. This is before, you know, all that other Monday to Monday for three weeks type of shit. You had two guys that are so tied to TNA show up on WWE TV that it kind of makes you want to see what are they going to do with it, you know? Right. Like, we got the Joseph Parks part of it. That's fine. Mm. I like that. But if he's gonna turn into Abyss to go against AJ Styles, that's what I want to see. As, I mean, the I see TNA fan of me. I see the, your face. The TNA fan of me
0: back from two thousand seven, six, eight, yeah. whatever. I would be like, "Yo, that would be pretty cool." But just based on how Abyss looked, like I, I think his wrestling days are done. <laughs> I, I, I don't think it'll hold up. You got you okay. get what I'm saying, As, and I like Abyss a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it. I think he was a v- very underrated worker and character.
1: Yeah, yeah, because everybody.
0: I have no interest no in Abyss back in the ring. D- don't get me wrong. If it happens based on what they're going to give us, uh, I wouldn't sh- necessarily shit on it yet. But I have no mm-hmm. interest in that. But I, I thought it was pretty cool seeing Abyss uh, come out with AJ, and you could tell yeah. like they have chemistry there because yo, they worked for together for years. You know what yeah. I'm saying?
1: And, um, and and I and like also seeing
0: Jeff Hardy there because yeah. Jeff
1: Hardy he's also TNA TNA guy also. Mm-hmm. I, I like the, the it was probably like a throwaway line, but that's the one that I pop for the most when AJ looks at Abyss uh, and he goes permanent marker really permanent marker
0: oh my God. that was hilarious. <laughs> <bro>. I'm sorry. <laughs> hilarious. That that you know that pro that whole segment. Yeah. At first, I'm like, where are they going from there? And they kind of lost me a little bit. But then the second Jeff Hardy came out, and Jeff and AJ had that back and forth. They kind of won me back. Uh, I'm 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 definitely soaked uh, stoked mm-hmm. about this Jeff Hardy and AJ Styles match. I think it's going to end a, as a smudge next week on Friday, okay. and that's going to lead to like maybe a rematch on SummerSlam. But these two dudes are going to go at it. though. They have great chemistry. What the hell?
1: Though. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs>
0: and they have great chemistry uh going back to their TNA
1: days. Mm. Um by the way, Abyss is 47. Okay. Oh, no, 43, I'm sorry, 43. That's where you heard the beat because I clicked on something and it went anyway. But wow, anyway, he, he's uh, 43.
0: He looks, he looks a lot older than 43.
1: But I mean, <laughs> okay. So and we're kind of jumping back and forth, but it's okay. I like this. Um with the whole thing with Abyss, Abyss I don't think ever got the the proper like he never he never got his props. Because everybody always compared him to a cheap version of Mankind and Mm Cain. You know, Mm -hmm. but if you actually sat down and and again, that was my my original thinking when I first saw him. Right. When I first tuned into TNA, I was like, oh, look at this fucking guy. He's trying to be like Kane. Look at this fucking guy trying to be like Mankind. But if you actually looked at the character itself, it's nothing like them. It was a character in itself.
0: Remember when Abyss was doing like the whole uh, Two Faces of Abyss with Joseph Parks and Abyss when mm-hmm. he would go back and forth. Fucking WWE took that storyline and used it on Kane.
1: Yeah, but but that's the thing. Like Again, I give him props because I know what the character was, right? Right. I, I took the time to actually let the character evolve and watch a week to week, not just watch a screenshot and say, oh, this fucking guy is like Kane and Mankind. Because it wasn't. So now again, that's why like the, the the little kid in me wants maybe not abyss twenty four seven, but hey, I've always wanted to watch Abyss and uh and The Undertaker. You know what I mean? Like maybe you won't get well, the Undertaker think, this year, but I don't think hey, you wanna see Taker and Abyss in twenty twenty or twenty twenty one. Well maybe one of those uh one of those cinematic things. Now now that's something different. <laughs> more of a ho- right. more of a horror show. But, well, dale.
0: Right, right, right. All right. So Asuka this week, she now will be challenging Sasha Banks for the Raw Women's Championship and
1: uh-huh.
0: Bayley for the SmackDown Women's Championship at SummerSlam. Listen, I like Asuka a lot. Asuka. She's my girl. But I don't know, man. Like I get it in story, it does make sense her challenging for mm-hmm. both of both both of their titles because she's feuding with both women. Yeah. But I feel like this could be a missed opportunity for For Someone else challenging one of those titles like why don't put why don't put someone else for that spot like a Bianca Belair Mm -hmm. Like a Shayna Baszler like I think someone else could have gotten that spot instead you have Asuka taking You know both challenges here and I highly doubt that she's gonna be a double champion at the end of SummerSlam But who knows?
1: I mean, we we know As as wrestling fans as longtime WWE fans that if it was a guy doing that that storyline then the guy would come out as a double champion right my right. thing is this as far as a female and is i don't have nothing against female like again the 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 women's product to me is a lot better now that it's a women's division other than the divas division right because you actually get to see them wrestle you get to see them carry out storylines but i don't think we're, we're that far along where they're gonna make oscar the double champion because they have so many other storylines going on right now, right? So you're right. They should have given that other spot to somebody else. But I think right now, with Charlotte not being there, with Becky not being there, you're, you're, you know, the Ronda Rousey not being there. You're one, two, it, or one, two, three of the people that are in, in SummerSlam. You know what I mean? Right. Uh-
0: those three women. I'm spoiler. Those three women, in some way, shape, or form, they're gonna probably be in our top five when it comes to our Luchis, When it comes to women,
1: but but that's the thing. Like, and again, it takes nothing away from the people that are not there. It takes nothing away from the people that are coming up. But I think, it, it, again, you know, I watched a whole bunch of list stuff, whatever, right? And I was watching this thing, like, um, 10, 10 champions that would have never been because of the brand split. Remember the brand split two thousand whatever two whatever um, two thousand two. So what happened with that brand split? You had a brand split where you didn't have a good farm system. So now that you split these guys, you have like a, a deuce and domino become tag team champions where they would have never even seen the belt at that time.
0: And Guess what? The audience didn't want to see them with the belt either.
1: But that's what <laughs> I'm saying. So if you kind of – and then it parallels because the more they were talking about like what the main roster at that time was, that's the way I see – the women's roster at this time. And the same thing with, TN, with TNA, the same thing with uh, AEW. AEW has the same issue where, you know, you have such a short um, window of, of talent that your main contender may be somebody that shouldn't be up there. Now, again, nothing nothing to take away from the people that are there that are fighting it. But I think that's on the WWE part where, hey, let's focus on, on you know, Charlotte, Becky, and uh, Ronda Rousey oh, shit, they're not here, who do we have? You got three girls that are able to come up and take their spot, which I think Asuka, Bailey, and Sasha are doing, but who's after? You know what I mean? Right. Like, you need the whole roster to be up and coming. Dale. I agree. I
0: agree. All right, something that, man, I enjoyed so much Mm -hmm. this week was the Randy Orton promo with Ric Flair. So Randy Orton, in the main event of Raw, he beats Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is another story for another day. Um, but, <laughs> we, man, we need Randy like Orton and Ric Flair, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, bro. This promo this promo segment that closed out Raw was amazing. So Randy Orton starts telling Ric Flair how he's pissed off at Flair because his Ric Flair's ego got them this pointless match with Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. And Randy just starts running down on Flair, saying that Flair isn't the man that he once knew, ba-ba-ba. And then Flair... Yeah, didn't cry for once in a promo. He didn't cry. No, he didn't cry. And, and no, and you saw Rick. You saw like kind of the, the unmasking of Ric Flair. Cause I feel like we didn't see Ric Flair in that moment. We saw Richard Flair in mm-hmm. that moment. Yeah, and he just said he just expressed that Randy was the son that he never had. Which Ric Flair has two sons. Got you know one is dead, mm-hmm. unfortunately. But he had David Flair, but he expressed that Randy was a son that he never had. <laughs> and, you know, they hug the wrestling and, and <laughs> Randy, like a viper, low blows him. And I like how they shot this, because obviously, listen, Flair is what, 70 something. He's not going to take a punt for Morin. All right. He's, mm, that's not happening. No, no, so the way they shot this is because, you know, you have the whole retribution thing, you know, causing havoc in the yeah. performance center. So they, the way they shot it was when Oren went for the kick, the lights went off. So you just felt like the, you just heard the impact. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. I thought this promo was great. I, I enjoyed it so much. I really did. Uh, props to both guys. Uh, Ric Flair at the age that he's in, he still could cut an amazing promo. And once again, we've been saying it almost in every episode this year when it comes to Randy's work. This guy's doing the best work of his career.
1: Grandpa Flair is 71 years old.
0: 71. Yeah. (laughs) He he ain't getting punted, folks. He's not
1: Not, getting punted. He was born 1949, and he debuted... Damn, I had it a second ago. He debuted (laughs) December 10th, 1972.
0: So... He's not... He listen. Blair's a worker, but he ain't going to get punted at 70-something no. years old. No, That's no, not no. happening.
1: <laughs> oh, man. But but you know what? You Again, you don't need – because I, I think at the end of all this, right, you're still building the Edge storyline. Like all this stuff still building for when Edge comes back in some way, shape, or form.
0: All right. Leo, I, I, I want to pick your brain on this. Right. Dale. We have I have not brought this topic and conversation no. in none of these episodes. All right. Go ahead. What if now this is a big what if? All right. Uh uh-huh. What if we do get this edge match somewhere down line, Right. Okay. But due to the actions that we saw this past Monday night. Is there any way we get a Randy Orange Charlotte Flair match.
1: (sighs) It will be be good. Do I have the bomb here? No, fuck, I didn't move it over. Okay, anyway. Congratulations. You played yourself. Okay, I like it. (laughs) I like it. I like where your head is at, but the WWE won't do it. The WWE (laughs) won't do it.
0: So, okay. So, I, I have the same... You know, mindset too. I don't see the WWE doing that. But we're talking about Charlotte Flair here. And I know the IWC, a lot of slapdicks that Mm -hmm. watch this show don't like Charlotte Flair. Mm -hmm. But Charlotte Flair, in ring wise, is probably the arguably one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest, right? In ring wise. Against her peers? Yes. If there's anyone. That could go against a guy, it would be Charlotte Flair. Think about it. What else does she really have to do in the women's division? Not saying that she's not going to go back to that. No. Not saying that she's not going to ever become a women's champion. Hey, she could still go for the tag titles, the women's tag titles. That's something she hasn't done. Mm-hmm. But one of the biggest criticisms on Charlotte Flair is that we see her too much on our TV. Yeah. Right? She's always getting ahead of all the women, mm-hmm. right?
1: She's getting pushed too much.
0: Speaking, hypothetically speaking, here, if we were to get a match between Charlotte Flair and Randy Orton, this is a match that Charlotte Flair is gonna lose, but she won't lose any steam, and it's not gonna make her look bad because she got beat by Randy Orton.
1: Okay, and you and you can have it in a, in a uh, in a heel way where it doesn't hurt Charlotte.
0: Right. I, I, listen, dude, and, and I gotta give props to to Bully Ray from Busted Open because mm-hmm. he's the one that brought this idea. He's been talking about it. For months now, ever since yeah. uh, Randy Orton got paired with Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. So he's been bringing this up. If anybody could could have a... a, a, a inter- it, listen, there's any two that would have an intergender, ma- intergender match okay. that would actually make sense. It would be Charlotte Flair and Randy Orton.
1: All right. I love that idea, right? But let me tell you why they won't do it. And it kind of goes back to what, what we talk here. Yeah, you can get you know, TV 13 or whatever, TV 14 that WWE TV was. You can get that back, right? But I think in this in the state of the world that we're in now, right? Mm-hmm. The second, I mean, you can have Charlotte come down and, and low blow Randy Orton and, and broke kick him and, and razor's edge and all that shit to, to Randy Orton, and you won't hear a peep. But the second that you have any type of physicality from Randy Orton to Charlotte, right? Like, I think people would just not lose interest, but would start to turn on the WWE.
0: And And when when you're talking about physicality, you're talking more than just an RKO, right? No,
1: like the heelish stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like the the whole stalking and then, you know, stalking the prey type of thing and, and the promo. Like, again, swap out Charlotte for Rick from Monday. If any of those things were said directly to her, by Tuesday afternoon, the WWE would have had to put a press release. We're well, sorry for the words of origin. You know what I mean? Like, But if we look at it, I would love to see it. Because, again, you're right. Charlotte can go against anyone. Charlotte can She's go good. against any She's good. against any guy. And we've had women against guys before. We've had Sh- uh, China. We've had Beth Phoenix. Right? But they were more powerful but they were more powerhouses, right?
0: Charlotte Flair, listen, and I've said it before, Charlotte Flair, nice. she's in-ring wise, she's better than half of the guys on that roster.
1: Mm-hmm. So That's now, how
0: good Charlotte Flair is. And Charlotte Flair could have a five-star match with Randy Orton.
1: Now, uh, we got a question. Would Orton agree to have a match with Charlotte, though?
0: I think so. I, I think think, so Ra- I think Randy would. I so, think Randy would.
1: So I, and again, it got me thinking, as, as we're talking right now, what I would mm-hmm. do with that match, you would treat it like the Angle um, that you did at WrestleMania with uh, Triple H and Stephanie against Angle and uh, Rousey, right? Right. So it's not a, a man versus female, but within the 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 confines of that match, you can have Charlotte get the payback or you can have Orton, you know, extend that storyline. You would
0: do... Uh, intergender tag match, not a one-on-one.
1: That's the only way you're going to be able to do it. That's the only way you're going to be able to get them both in the ring and for this storyline to... Because the storyline is great. Like, hey, you almost killed my dad. You know, he's 71 years old. And you know what? I will blur the lines even more. And I know he's not ready yet, right? But I will put Andrade. I will put Andrade and Charlotte against Orton and whoever you want to fill that other spot with. Right. Because you, oh, you're not man. you're not going to have you're not going to have Rick in that
0: match. You know, you know what? Um, fan- and this is and we're in fantasy booking here, which which is the show. <laughs> right. Right. I, like my heart is set on a one on one between Charlotte and- Flair and Randy Orton. But but if that yeah. doesn't happen, they do have an intergender match. Mm-hmm. The perfect opponent like tag partner that Randy
1: could get would be a Tessa Blanchard. That dude and I was actually just looking at her picture too. <laughs> okay, <laughs> because again, so how do you bring her in, right? Right. You have to. You, I mean, listen.
0: Storytelling wise, that's a lot of story that you could put there where it could lead to like an intergender Survivor Series match. Yeah. At Survivor Series, you know.
1: Oh, but but again, you know, you 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 kind of add to it, right? And again, in right. and in. Di- and, you could like him, you could hate him, you could whatever. But Seth Rollins uh, said something, uh, and I forget what interview it was in. He was like that. That fans nowadays don't let the slow burn of a storyline play through, right? You need well, that. See, but, Seth, but see, Seth Rollins, he, it, the why he's saying that it, it's no. coming because he's butthurt. You but okay, but I'm saying, but, but if you actually take it take it aside, let's put it this way: Anonymous once said in 2020. You know, Um, because, and it's true. Like, the best thing that could have happened to the greatest wrestling match ever and anything after that was that Edge got hurt. Right. Edge got hurt. Because now you don't.
0: That added another layer to the story.
1: Exactly. So now, you know, you have this whole Ric Flair thing, even though it's not directly with uh, uh, Edge, but you are extending that line. So when you do have that payoff, You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Which is, again, this is what made WWE so great when it needed to be, right? Right. Was that drawn out. Like, again, you didn't need to have McMahon versus Austin. You had Austin versus Shane. You had Austin versus The Undertaker. You had Austin versus The Rock. Like, there were all these layers in between before you got to the payoff. So, one of the things that, that, again, because my kids... Other their teams lost this week, by the way, like Juventus, Real Madrid, Barcelona, like all their teams lost. But one of the things that I saw, which actually, like, it hit me, right? And I think as wrestling fans, we forget about this. I'm trying to look for it. Um, losing feels worse than winning feels good, right? So what does that mean? And By, by the way, the Dodgers uh, guy said that, the play-by-play. The way I see it as a wrestling fan, right? You want that win all the time, but if your guy loses, you're gonna tune in this next week because now you're emotionally invested in having him go over, right? Mm-hmm. So you're gonna get those losses, losses, losses. That then that win at WrestleMania is gonna count a thousand times more, right? Yes. Why? Why did? Why did the whole Austin, you know, as the first champion, go so over? Because that build took a year. From the second you made Austin a baby face at the WrestleMania before where he wrestled double uh, the double turn. It was yeah. a whole year before he actually got his first title. It was all those losses that kept adding up to so then that that one that payoff. That's when it when it mattered most. And again, I think with the WWE, with everything being so fast and the core of the people that should be booking are not booking. I think a lot of that is lost because, hey, we just need to fill in tomorrow. I don't care about what's coming up next week.
0: Well, you got to understand, it was a different time back then and our attention span now with, like, social media and stuff, like, we've we kind of gotten spoiled where we don't – I'll say most of the wrestling community, nah. they – when it comes to something, they, they automatically shit on it yet. Even, like, with Retribution and Raw Underground, second week already, like, Retribution as a, as a whole hasn't necessarily – done anything for me but Raw Underground based on what we saw last week to this week I, I thought they made a couple changes that it was an improvement that, that was an improvement
1: now we have people here in the, in the chat saying don't forget Stone Cold versus the Mean Street Posse my heroes it was who a co- <laughs> Ben Cliff well, who said that? <laughs> ben Cliff give him a congratulations congratulations no but again I know what he's trying to do I know what he's trying to say again you had somebody else in the way of your end goal You know, what I mean,
0: another story that's playing out great. And I might make an argument. This kid might be the biggest baby face on Raw.
1: Who? Dominic. That's Dominic. Yep.
0: Yo, Yo, he got his ass whooped. The lashing that he got from (laughs) Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy. My God, bro. This kid, yo, he gets nothing but respect for me. He got initiated, you know, welcome to the wrestling business. You pay your fuck, dues, man. kid. kid he, yo, I, I just, I'm not even a dad, right? I'm not yeah. a father or anything, but like, I'm thinking like, yo, I'm Ray Mysterio. My mindset watching this, what the fuck, man? Because at the end of the day, like, it's a work, but you, your mm-hmm. kid's getting beat the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. as a father, like, I know your father instincts got to be somewhere. You know what I'm saying? As a like, fa- I don't think yeah. Ray Mysterio was probably in the Like in the area when this was happening.
1: No, no. And and it kind of, you know, I'm pretty sure he got a call like, hey, dad, we're going to do this later on today. And and Ray as a dad was probably like, yeah, good. But then as a wrestler, he was like, you know, Seth, light him up. You know what I mean, but like like, don't take it easy on them. Like don't take it as a wrestler. You're like
0: don't take it easy on him. But then when you're watching, you're like Jesus Christ. Like I want to kill this guy now. You know, because at the end of the day, that's his son.
1: Yeah, like te pasate, te pasate. Like
0: (laughs) right. But man, I I love this segment so much. There were some jackass in our comments that literally. I'm not gonna name you, but there's a jackass in our comments that literally has something negative to say about. It doesn't matter what promotion. It doesn't matter what it is. Mm -hmm. Like don't even watch wrestling. But he was like oh, this is too much. If it was too much, it did its job. Of course. Because that's that's what, it was supposed, as a fan, it was supposed to be disturbing watching this kid getting brutalized by Seth Rollins and Murphy.
1: It was very ECW-ish.
0: Right. The only Mm -hmm. thing I didn't like about the segment, and this is very minor and nitpicky, was there was two guys in the ring with candlesticks, right? What I would have had done was Like, listen, everybody loves Rey Mysterio. Why didn't nobody come out from the back to try to help Dominic? So what I would have done is like had Seth Rollins continue beating him up and then have like, I don't know, like like Cedric Alexander or someone try to come out to help Mysterio and Buddy
1: Murphy just canes him. You know what I'm saying? Like I would have done
0: that. Because you could start
1: a storyline with that. You could start a storyline.
0: It kind of looked like, hey, nobody gives a shit about this kid. (laughs)
1: Yeah, like that's that's Ray Mysterio's problem. Now, if it was Ray Mysterio out there, maybe I'll go and help. But it's his son. I don't know him that way.
0: And then also, it's like (laughs) with Samoa Joe. The week before, you were you were you were attempting to get physical with Seth Rollins, right?
1: Like this was the chance. And this
0: week, you just stood behind the you know behind the table, not saying a
1: thing. Like that, that it was a time to at least try. Right? right,
0: they they should have they should have done that. I thought that was a miss. But regardless of that uh, little minor nitpicks, I enjoyed the segment. And yeah. now their match at Summerslam will be a street fight. So I like. I don't it. know, man. I, I got I got a really good feeling that this kid is going to show us something at Summerslam with his matchup with Seth Rollins. Which yeah. you know, regardless what kind of criticism we have with Seth Rollins as a on Twitter or whatever, in the ring he could go. We all know that.
1: Dominic is the most valuable player in wrestling this week for me. I remember when Brock destroyed him, so I know he can take a beating. But Jesus, that kid who's 100% Walter's long-lost son, by the way, he's absolutely, he got an absolute Barry, beating. Very
0: Walter, Jace.
1: Very <laughs> Walter, Jace. So, but, okay, but, but it's perfect, right? It's perfect because this is where my mind is going, right? I think Rey Mysterio is too fresh in our minds for us to take Dominic Anything else other than the luchador. Let me explain. Let me explain that. You had Randy Orton when he came in, it was a generation after his dad was on fire. So you can't compare him to his dad because it's two totally different eras, right? Rocky, the rock, when he came in, his dad was also a generation behind. What I'm saying is, you have generations in wrestling, right? And you have Ray Mysterio still wrestling. So in your eyes, Mysterio is a luchador. So if Dominic is not a luchador, that, that means that he's not good at all. Right? That's in in the wrestling fans head. I think with Dominic, and if you ever make him a heel, and I know we're just starting out, but if you ever like make him a heel, that should be your storyline. That should be your arc. That should be what you go after. Hey, I'm gonna go after every luchador, because you guys suck, just like my dad. You know, make him the heel. <laughs> oh, make him the heel. Because, again, right. Rey Mysterio is too fresh in our mind for us to think as Dominic as anything else to other than a luchador. That's what I, I
0: think, think. I think it's too soon to even think about a potential Dominic Hilter, but... I do like everything I'm seeing right now, especially the Seth Dominic Ray mysterious storyline. Um, they kind of lost me for a bit with the eye for the eye gimmick, but we're past that. And man, this, uh, this feud definitely has me interested. It definitely has me glued in. I can't wait for the match at SummerSlam.
1: I think for every, for every, every time he got hit, you forgot up more and more about the eye for an eye thing.
0: Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. Um, Something I did not like about WWE this week was NXT. I think NXT completely dropped the ball compared to where they was last week. But yeah. it had so much momentum coming out of the Pat McAfee, um, Adam Cole situation. I-, I think they missed the opportunity this week. They didn't capitalize on it. You see it in the ratings this week. Um, so what I would have had done, I would have had – you know, McAfee, you know, cut a promo in the ring this week and then have Cole kind of like beat the crap out of him and had like the roster split them up. I would have done something like that mm-hmm. and then do like some type of contract signing next week yeah. for the takeover match. They completely just dropped the ball with that. And then even the way they started NXT, uh, Karrion Cross had a match with uh, what's his face? Um, what's his dude's name uh, the- from um, Oni uh partner? What's his partner? Tony Lorkin's partner. Uh, no, the Brit guy. I can't think of his name right now. Well
1: that guy, he's on screen from our post.
0: <laughs> that guy.
1: <laughs> Dale. Well,
0: anyways, I gotta forget the dude's name right now. Uh. It's just, I'm I'm fucking losing it right now. Okay, so he, uh, pretty much it was a squash match. Karen yeah. Cross wins. You're getting on and old. then Keith Lee comes out uh-huh. and he has a contract. Karen Cross signs it. And then Oh, this looked terrible. Keith Lee opens up the contract and a fireball does completely misses his face and now Keith Lee is selling it and I'm like man this is terrible and I know what some of you are going to say they're going to be like oh would you expect the fireball to actually hit his face no but the way they could have shot it was maybe from the behind of Keith Lee so you see the fireball sh- shoot up to his face and it looks like he got yeah. hit in the face and it just looked terrible and now Keith Lee's like wearing this crazy looking bandage and it's just like it's not cool it just doesn't look cool for keith and i feel bad for him like the the we were already invested in this shoot because it's yes. two big behemoths right going to face off it's like king kong and godzilla yeah now you throw this stupid like a fireball which i get what they were trying to do here but it just it didn't it, it wasn't a home run
1: it's like you going to watch Godzilla versus Danny uh, Birch. There you go. It was Danny Birch. There you go. Uh, it was like you going to watch uh, Godzilla versus uh, King Kong, and Pikachu comes out of nowhere. Like it just takes that whole thing and just throws it in the not throws it in the trash, but I see what you're talking about with the whole you know fireball kind of like shooting. It was him. shot. It was terrible because you see it, com- it completely. It,
0: it wasn't even close to his face. It was just like it opened up, and it wasn't even a fireball. It was like a flame. Like, they no. could have shot it from the dude's back, right, where, like, it was like the like the, the hard camera, right? Mm-hmm. They could have shot in the hard camera, zoom in close enough where you don't necessarily have to see, like, the fireball hits his face. No. And it gives you the illusion, the audience, where, like, holy shit, this guy just got burnt in the face. Yeah. But instead, they shoot it, like, uh, like upwards where you're looking up. Of course. So the fireball, you see, you see that it it does it completely misses his face.
1: What up to our boy uh, in the chat of Fox one of the friends of the chat. Sammy Suplex is on with us in the chat. What's up, Sam? What up, What's Sam? I hope you're doing well, bro. Um question, why hasn't retribution attacked NXT? Because they don't even think Who? that they're the one one or two Who show. Who gives a shit? I know <laughs> what I'm saying. But check this out, right? So the whole thing with with the fireball, right? Whatever happened to bruised ribs? Whatever happened to working on a guy's shoulder? Whatever happened to working on a guy's knee? Right? I think everything is so sensationalized nowadays that unless you see a patch on their eye, the guy's not really hurt. You know what I mean? My
0: man looks so stupid. Keith, I love Keith Lee, but I'm just like, bro, look at how you got my man looking crazy with a. Crazy bandages he- and shit, and it's like, and it was unnecessary. You know why? Because people were already invested in the story. Like the could- story they were telling was really good until you decided to be add a little extra sausong, and now yeah. you fucked up your meal.
1: And and the thing, so so with that right there, right again, you don't need to have bandages in the face to show that the guy's hurt. Put his arm in a slinky for two weeks. You know what I mean? Like play it that way or play it that route. I think what, what the WWE was going for was something visual. But I think you dropped the ball in that visual where you could have gotten Don't the please. same the same Don't exposure please. with a slink on their arm or with a couple of crutches. You know what I mean? Where if you look at Gargano and Champa, the crutch and the and you know and the cast was basically part of their whole, you know, storytelling. Their their two years of feuding, that was like one of the parts. But okay, but you didn't have a bandage in the eye. You didn't have a bandage in the head. No. You know what I mean? No. So to me, this whole thing smells of 1990 WWE, like cartoony, like the guy needs a, 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 he needs a gimmick where he needs to go see a doctor because we're about to debut a doctor. It's just stupid, bro. I was not a fan of it. Just saying. Thing do you remember how how Isaac Yankum actually was brought into storyline? And it had to do... No, with, it had I, to, try, I try to forget about
0: um, Kane being Isaac Yankum. It, I, try, I try not to acknowledge it. Uh, it had
1: to do with Bret Hart. Because uh, Bret Hart and uh, and the King had a Kiss My Foot match, which okay. Bret Hart won. I remember... I, that I remember, you know, Okay, well. And then storyline was that... Um, the king got a foot, fu- uh, a foot, fu- uh, foot fungus in his mouth because of uh, Bret Hart's feet, so he had to go get a doctor, and that's how they brought the doctor in, who his first match was against <laughs> Bret Hart. So, honest. just saying, just I, I don't know why I thought about that, but. <laughs> what else?
0: All right, but again, on. that's what moving it felt on. like. Dale. We got a we got a return on NXT TV this week. Mm-hmm. Velveteen Dream, uh, he was a surprise uh, third guy. Yeah, uh, against uh, Kushida and Cameron Grimes for so, so the everything is dropped. The, um, we're gonna get there <laughs> <laughs> <For> the <laughs> North American Championship ladder match. Yeah. Uh, Velveteen Dream did uh, lose the match, and he starts beating on Kushida, turning heel. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been reported, FIFO reported that. Uh, people backstage were not uh, I'm assuming the the talent were not necessarily uh you know fans that Happy. Dream is back due to some of the allegations and uh his attitude. Mm-hmm. Uh he got some heat on him and there you go. Velvetine Dream's back. Uh what's your thoughts, bro?
1: I really hope that whatever he's dealing with, the allegations or whatever, right, that that stuff has run its course. Right? Because if the WWE just to jump the gun and kind of have a, a, a famous guy, if you will, on camera, and this stuff hasn't gone through and he's found guilty, it's going to backfire on them. Right? Of course, the guys in the back are going to be mad because that's your spot. You know? Like, that's yeah. the Velveteen Dream coming in. That's your spot that's basically taken away from you. Now, you need a character like that, right? Because he's different. Because he's different. It's it's your eyes doesn't matter if he's you know face or heel. Your eyes attract to that. So what is this, you know? So again, I hope that you know all that stuff has gone through already that they don't have to worry about any of that. But if they did it without that, then I think they jumped the gun.
0: So you. if if he cleared his name or. Allegations, whatever the case may be, yeah. when it comes to the stuff that he got accused with, if all that's gone necessarily and there's just no truth behind it, cool that he's back. But I don't know, man. A part of me feels like it might be a little bit too soon to see Dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a guy which he's great in the ring, I think he's amazing in the ring, and he has superstar ring all over him. Me personally, I never was necessarily. Emotionally invested in him like that Not saying that I was never entertained by him Not saying that I didn't appreciate his matches But he just necessarily wasn't my guy, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I thought he was cool But he was never He's not like my guy like Adam Cole Adam Cole's my guy Dream necessarily wasn't my guy Even though I think he's talented He could cut a great promo I just never was emotionally invested with him When these Mm -hmm. allegations came out And all this stuff started happening I was just like, ugh I I just kind of was like and even before that, before any of these allegations started happening, I remember saying on the podcast, if there's one superstar that this pandemic is affecting its dream, because you mm-hmm. don't have that audience reaction. Yeah. And, and he just doesn't have that same aura with him. But, but again, it, hopefully, it, now that, yeah. hopefully now that he's, he's back and he's kind of turned heel. Oh no, he actually did turn heel this yeah. past week. Maybe, uh, we see this new version of dream. May, it may be, uh, he tweaks his character a little bit. I don't mm-hmm. know what we're going to see. Mm-hmm. But listen, if this is clear, this allegations with him, it's all clear mm-hmm. it's said and done, hey, cool that he's back. But uh, I kind of have no interest if that, if that makes any sense when it comes uh, to the team Dream.
1: You got here. A heel Dream is what's best for the business. Use all his downfalls to make him a bigger heel. I like Dream, but I want him to be the most hated guy in NXT. Hey, the why br- not? The brickwork is there. Why not? By the Speaking way, Sa- Sa- I'm sorry, Sammy Suplex was talking about the whole fireball incident. Remember, we have a delay. He's saying it reminded me of when mankind threw the fireball at The Undertaker. You
0: remember when Kane threw
1: the fireball at China? Do you remember when the camera exploded? I forget who the hell it was with. It was like early 90s. You remember that one? <laughs> That's what it reminded me of because that, that even looked campy as hell. Like, hello, the ca- there's like 12 other guys with cameras. None of them are blowing up. Just saying.
0: Yeah. I don't know what they were <laughs> thinking about that. TV segment, But I wasn't a fan of it. All right. Speaking of
1: heat, speaking of hate. Sunday Night Heat. Oh,
0: what? AWFTR. Did they turn heel this past week? Because, man, they beat the snot at the Rock and Roll Express. And I was all about it, bro. Because there was, like, Easter eggs there with Tully Blanchard, Tully Blanchard telling them like, listen, none of you tag team got the, the titles. You guys aren't the best. And talk a smack and get into FDR's face. And then Sean Spears comes out. And and kind of Tully Blanchard and Sean Spears are distracting the Bucks, where FTR beats the hell out of the Rock and Roll Express. I love this segment so much.
1: Mm-hmm. By the way, people are saying that it was Warrior and Hope. Hogan and Yoko, I don't know. Let's uh, let's figure that one out. Uh, the one that I was talking about before. But you're right we with the FTR. I think the Rock and Roll Express are down to just do anything with AEW, just for them to be right. on TNT. Right? Like you can set one of them on fire if we're going this whole fire thing, uh, and they'll be okay with it. The blonde hair one looks like he'll he'll be down for that. Uh, but it's you need a team like FTR to be the heels, right? The Four Horsemen were cool. But they were never baby faces. They were always heels. And the, and the one time where you did root for them, like, it didn't seem right. Right? To me, like, and and it was perfect the way, you know, you had it in there. You know, tag team appreciation. You know, just about every match was a, a tag team. But I'm okay with FTR being a heel. I think, you know, you ran his course. If you're going to kind of make him like a quasi, you know, a face. Pauly
0: Blanche. Tully
1: They're the modern day Tully and Art The the brain busters
0: Yeah they're
1: the modern day brain busters But but that's good You know what I mean That's good And it kind of goes back to what I was saying with Dominic Hey my dad's a high flyer I'm going to be a grappler You know Hey all the teams now are jumping You know what we're going to bring it down Here come here You know what I mean
0: so what what did you think of uh of like kinda like the Easter eggs we got in that segment with Tully Blanchard and and Arn
1: mm-hmm.
0: well Tully was pretty much the heel, but Arn saying that the F T R are the best tag team and Tully getting in their faces and kinda Sean Spears and Tully distracting the yeah. Bucks so F T R could you know beat the crap out of the rock and roll express. Like this is all gotta lead to a four horseman, don't you think?
1: Okay. Nothing is said. Unless it means something, right? Okay. I've always said that, right? Like, even the way they shoot things, like, hey, I look at wrestling like this. Whatever happens today, I'm going to see it in the video package when the match happens, right? So if something stands out or something is said, like, hey, permanent marker, really? And, you know, uh, uh, Park saying, oh, my God, I'm sorry. Again, when you have him turn on AJ, That's going to mean something. That's going to be in the video package, right, what we were talking about before with AJ and Abyss. Now, with this whole segment, you had points that I can see in a promo for a match or for a stable or for a gathering. And everything about that smelled like the Four Horsemen. Everything. from Especially
0: even before the attack, before uh – the revival, FTR started beating the mm-hmm. crap at of uh, Rock and Roll Express and they hit that uh, that Pile driver on Ricky. Even before all that happened, just the fact that Tully Blanchard got in Arn Anderson's face and pointed a finger like at his um uh, the American uh nightmare yeah, yeah. logo and was like, I don't get this mm-hmm. just that little thing right there, I'm like, hmm, what are, what are they doing here, you know? I don't know, man. I, th- I think a, a horseman s group in yeah. AEW, I, I think we're on the verge of that. It's going to happen sooner rather than later.
1: But And you said that the Four Horsemen is owned by Conrad, correct?
0: Conrad Thompson owns the trademark for the Four Horsemen. Okay. So... You know Conrad, he's fucking tight with all the VPs and in AEW, including yeah. Tony Khan. So yeah. why not? He's like, okay, here, here's the trademark yeah. for the Four Horsemen. Because Conrad's a smart dude, it's bro. It's gonna, it's
1: gonna add value at the end of the day to what right. he has. Now, again, everything that I saw in that promo, I could see it in a promo for a match, or I could see it, I could see it like him. You know uh, Blanchard. I don't get this. And then you cut to Arn Anderson screwing over uh, Cody, right? Mm-hmm. And then that's where you start building the four horsemen. You know right. what I mean? Like, I could see that in a promo. I could see that in a video. Really good stuff from AEW.
0: Speaking of Cody, uh, he defended the the new finished TNT Championship against Scorpio Sky. It's about time. Before we get into the match, what did you think about the finished product of the TNT Championship? I, I
1: like it. I like it a lot. Mm, okay. So... If you were to show me the, it's a, it's much better than what it was. Let's start there, right? I'm not going to shit on it right away. It's better than what it was, right? Now, my thing is, if you were to debut this title, right, this yellow and red title, it looks more like a Hulk Hogan title. You know what I mean? It it looks more like a belt that Hulk Hogan would wear because it only has gold and red. You know what I mean? So... Is it a better than title than what we had? It looks better than the original, but maybe if you change the strap to black and just leave the champion red, that will resonate even more. That will make it look a lot better than what it does. To, for me, and I you know, like the championship.
0: Guy. I think it's a big improvement compared mm-hmm. to the one that Cody has been rocking with. Uh, I'm not going to say that is the is the greatest design I've ever seen, yeah. but I do like it. I like the I uh, like the finished look of it. Mm-hmm. So. We got Cody and Scorpio Sky, and I really enjoyed this match. And they had me a couple times where I'm like, "Yo, I think Sky's gonna win this," but obviously Cody defeated Sky. The only thing I didn't like about this match, it was just too short, bro. Mm-hmm. I, I think they should have gave Scorpio Sky more time, man.
1: like let them I go. Thought the match was too short. Yeah. yeah. By the way, also, uh, go, go ahead, guy. Go
0: ahead. Also, in this match, we got the debut of Mike uh, Mikeyota. As yeah. a referee.
1: 33 and years was of... in the main
0: event, too. Mm-hmm. What did you think of seeing Mike Kyoto in, in a different jersey?
1: <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that because, again, you and I are, are from the TNA school, right? Where TNA was... In people's eyes, TNA was a WCW light. In real life, when you actually look at it and look at the evolution of it, at the beginning it was because you had a lot of... People that did come over from WCW, but it was that undercard and how you built it, right? Mm-hmm. So now, w- what's happening now with, with all this stuff that you know that, that's going on? What does it evolve to, right? What does it evolve to? Mike Yoda, yeah, WWE guy, X WWE guy. You know, you had all these X WWE guys. I've seen you know pictures, you know, AEW, X WWE. Okay, that I'm okay with that. You know what? Because it's gonna get the, the common folk to tune in. Right,
0: I think there's more to the whole ex WWE statement. It is, especially with some of the, without going into spoilers here. Yeah, yeah. there's some there's some stuff that leaked out. And listen, whenever we do the next show, because I don't, I think too much is happening next week with SummerSlam takeover, whatever. So I don't think we're gonna do a show next week. Mm-hmm. But the following week, when we do do a show. Trust and believe AEW is going to get a big congratulations because some of the stuff that they're doing is why they're getting criticized. Now, I, I watch all wrestling here, no. I want everyone to do good business, right? So, as much as we criticize WWE, I got to give criticism to AEW and some of the things that they promised us from the beginning, mm-hmm. they're not necessarily doing that now. And based on some of the stuff that leaked out this week that we're not going to talk about until the next time we do a podcast and yeah. a show, yo, That it's, it's kind of questionable here. It's questionable.
1: And, and, and that's the thing, right? Like we talk shit about WWE because, and we've said it here before, because we're emotionally invested in the product and we want it to do the best that it can because when uh, we had the best WWE product was when they had competition, like, mm-hmm. You have to call it, you know, you have to call a spade a spade. You know, the best TV that we saw from WWE was when they were down, when they were not the big dog, when they were fighting for their life, when they were fighting for viewership, where I think what we're getting now is is kind of a, not phoning it in, but it's part of, like, the machine, right? Now, AEW is... The new product is the difference maker. It's something new. It's something fresh, right? But you're right. There was a lot of things that were promised at the beginning. It's kind of like that sales pitch. Like, hey, I can grow your followership to a 100,000 followers. And then a day later, you only have 13. You know what I mean? Like, we love AEW because both, and I think you'll feel the same way. And also, Sam, and a lot of people that listen to us, right? Like, we like AEW because it's something fresh. Because we know in our heart... That the WWE did the best work. The wrestling world was at its peak when you had competition. The right competition. Because TNA, when Hogan came, that didn't count. So, mm-hmm. um, you're right. And and I haven't read the spoilers because you know me. But... Uh, no,
0: and, I, and listen, I came across... It, it was one of those things where... It's one of these... Page, it wasn't even on Instagram. It was on Facebook. No. Where it's one of these things that'll be like... Uh, they didn't even put like spoilers, don't read. They didn't even give you the, it was just right there. And I'm like, and I'm reading this and I'm like, what the fuck? So for those that know, know, and kind of yeah. get the idea where, what, what I'm staying without even saying it, trust me, the next time we do a show, I, I will be going on a little rant. Well, because if, uh, if you some, don't, some of the stuff that happened yeah. this week on both the dynamite that we watch yeah. and what is to come, I'm not a fan of. But I'll tell you what I am a fan of. Go ahead. I enjoyed it. The Moxley and MJF stuff this week. Yes, because finally Moxley is addressing MJF, mm-hmm. and MJF once again cut an amazing promo, and Moxley got the bet the best of him this week. And now MJF, because or whoever's do, it has to be MJF. Now he went on to do a a petition, an online petition, to ban the bar- uh, the paradigm shift, and people are actually signing it.
1: <laughs> I like it. I like what MJF is doing. I didn't like mm-hmm. the fact when we talked last time about how Moxley was not addressing him. Like you have, you know what I mean? Like, and especially like this, if you're not going to have Moxley on camera, then that's fine because it's kind of like, Hey, I heard what you said. I didn't want to come back at you. Cause I wanted to tell you to your face. That's fine. But if you have the guy on camera and he's not responding to the elephant in the room, right? You're kind of like letting MJF win now. Did you also catch MJF? Was it this week? I forget where it was. Where he kind of pushed the security guard out of the way. And people were like, oh. That
0: shoot. was a, a callback from Samoa Joe in NXT. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. If you guys don't know, MJF was actually on screen at the WWE when Samoa Joe was in NXT. He played a security guard and that same move was done to him. So
0: another Easter egg. I don't know if you got to see with the whole MJF and Moxley thing. I don't know if you saw, but when Moxley was cutting a promo, you see Tony Khan in the background, and his eyes are popping up because he notices he's on camera, and he's kind of like signaling something with his hands, like like to the camera guy, whoever's producing, is like shoot another angle, move the camera. When, he was caught, <laughs> when he's calling camera in the background, you just see his eyes just come out of his head. I thought it was hilarious. Uh,
1: that's like when uh, when the whole JFK got shot, you know, the grassy knoll, like like
0: Tony Khan was like back there, like <laughs> it, it was just so fucking funny seeing Tony Khan like kind of like get like shit <laughs> for a quick second, like holy shit, I'm on camera, and he's like signaling, like yo, change the camera angle, do something, but, but you know, but I
1: thought that was funny, and uh, but but again, like things like this are what let you know that it's not a machine that will go on. Right. It's not
0: a perfect product. Yeah. And and listen, when when the when the time is right and we do address some of the things that that happened this week. uh, There's still a new brand, there's still a new brand and it's going to take time. You know, we're not expecting a perfect product. But when you say something and you do something else that it wasn't what you originally promised, of course, you're
1: going to get criticism. Yeah. You know, you know, the way that I see it, you remember and and and. I don't give a fuck. It's our show. Remember when when Rocky first debuted, right? The blue chipper. The, yeah, <laughs> Rocky Maya Villa, You know, with the like the, the blue like... chipper. Okay. Oh my god. So... Even even Jr. saying that when he was coming out and
0: fucking, fucking the Rock has that the juice s curl yeah. and shit and yeah, yeah. and smiling like a jackass and and. Jim exactly. Ross is just calling him a blue chipper. I'm like,
1: oh my God, even <laughs> even this is cringe. But look at what the look at what the rock ended up becoming. Exactly. I see AEW as this. And by the way, I have it on screen for you guys that I don't know where the hell you guys have been, but yeah, that, that was Rocky. Um, so I see AEW as Rocky in the sense that you have somebody that's come into our, our vision, our eyes, right? That has a pedigree, that has some name value. Right? Rocky had his dad, his granddad, the whole Samoan thing. AEW has, you know, Jericho and the Young Bucks, you know, this this whole allure about them. You're gonna see them that they're green to be at that moment right now, which AEW in some aspect is green, right? But eventually you're gonna find their stride. Eventually they're gonna find what works.
0: And listen, and I'm just and I'm just being the guy that's going to call out yeah. your bullshit, calling yeah. it out. Like, I'm not going to I'm not going to try to clean it up. I'm not going to try to sugarcoat it. I'm an A.W. fan. Yeah. And I stand by the statement. A.W. is the must watch show. Yeah. When it comes to wrestling, it really is a must watch show. Mm-hmm. That, that's the to me, that's the biggest show of the week. But they are they do do things that kind of is like a head scratcher. It's like, what the fuck? And also on dark, like we talk about people not being good in the ring and stuff. Listen, if you watch Dark, AEW Dark on YouTube, yeah. you see a lot of people, a lot of talent that botch a lot of moves, and they don't even edit it out. They just put it all out there. So AEW as a whole is not a perfect product, but they do feel fresh. They are doing good stuff, but they're also doing some things that are kind of questionable, and that's all I got to say about that. At the end of the day, we want AEW to succeed. Mm. That's not us bearing it. That's not us... Shitting on the product, we're just gonna call out a spade. Yeah, when it needs to be called out,
1: that, that's it. But but that's the thing. Like again, with with everybody nowadays wanting to be politically correct, everybody not want to you know rouse some feathers. You have to, like you you and I are boys, right? If I'm doing something that is wrong, I want you to tell me that I'm doing something, right. which you have. Right right <laughs>
0: but i, I well, don't have no film if, if we're, you
1: know I, if, we're, if we're really breaking the fourth wall you
0: have, I don't have no, like, anybody that knows me right and this goes uh, this goes behind beyond leo and sam here yeah. right i don't get offended easily like if somebody if i'm doing something wrong I you to tell me straight forward, like, Mario, you're fucking up yeah. at this, this and this and that, right? And that's the way I treat people, too. I don't have, like, listen, I'm not here to offend you. I'm going to just mm-hmm. tell you what it is, and that's it. No. And people can call me a jerk and an asshole for that. No. But I'm just realistic. I'm just a realist. I'm okay. going to call something out, calling it out. That's probably why people don't necessarily like me, which I don't give a shit.
1: And that's fine. That's fine. Because if people can't take you for your true self, then they shouldn't know you at all. Right? right. So again, so wh- why that? Why did I go that route? Because AEW is our boy. We want AEW to yeah. succeed. We want. We love AEW. We you, love it. You know, we have we have our group of friends. WWE. We have them. You know, WCW is in there. ECW is in there. We have our group of friends. But AEW is his new friend. And mm-hmm. if we can't tell that new friend, hey, I like this, but you should really work on this. Right. That's what a true friend actually says. A true friend doesn't go, you know what? I love that you have Jericho. He's doing his best work, and that's it. The product is great. No. I like that you have Moxley. I have that you have Jericho. I like that you're putting them in. I like that you're putting over Orange Cassidy. I like that. But I don't like this, this, and that. If they're doing botches, the only way you you can get away with botching, uh, botching happening on Dark and still playing it, it's if you're actually going to do, like, a Tosh.0 style show where you're going to make fun of those botches. You know what I mean? They, It's like they don't...
0: AEW, which I respect it for for them just putting it out there. But as a whole, when, when you're looking at it from a wrestling fan point of view and those... WWE yeah. w- 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 lifers that hate on AEW no matter what they do, right? They look at that, and that's an easy target to shit on the AEW brand. Mm-hmm. Look, at they're putting out the show on YouTube, and look at this botch here, and look at this botch that They don't have the common courtesy yeah. of even editing it out. You get know what I'm trying
1: but, to say? But that's the thing, like, like again, and, and that's why I do the whole, you know, friend uh, uh, storyline, if you will, right? Because those are not your actual friends. Those are the friends that are only gonna look at your flaws and then shit on it and talk to everybody else about your flaws, but they're not gonna sit listen, there.
0: Listen, there's people because we watch everything, right? Yeah. Or at least we're in the loop on everything. We try. There's people that <laughs> Right. There's people that don't watch yeah. AEW at all. Yeah. Right? And will shit on the product without watching the product. Yeah. We actually watch the product. That's why we're criticizing certain things.
1: Mm-hmm. No, and but but that's the thing. Because we want it to succeed. We want AEW to be the best thing that it can be. Why? Because, again, we come from an era, you know, you a little bit later than me, but we come from an era, again, where WWE did its best work when you had competition. The wrestling world was at its peak when you had competition, you know? Maybe not at the beginning. Maybe not when Hogan, you know, flipped over. Maybe not at that. But once the NWO came over and then you were getting beat and then that, that 81st week where you're still getting beat and you're willing to try anything to get over, you know, that was the best time. I don't, And, I, and I'm sorry because I didn't watch, you know, the 80s and the 70s and the 60s. But right, to right. me, ever since I've been watching wrestling from 98 till about 2001, when you still kind of had like, hey, maybe WCW is going to come over. But after that, like it's, it's been on a, on a slow decline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the WWE has been growing, but the product itself, it's a slow decline. They don't care. They don't care about what, what's happening in the ring. Again, it kind of goes back to what I said before. When you just hyper-focus on not your, what you're actually showing on TV, you're at a loss. So th- that's why we critique WC, uh, WCW. AEW is not coming from a bad place. No, it's not because uh, and we let's be real. We do cut it some slack sometimes, but again, because we understand that it's green. So now this whole Tony Khan on it, it's camera, a new pro- we cut
0: it some slack because at the end of the day, it is a new product. Yeah, but at the same time, we're not going to sugarcoat it. Well, I know I'm not, and, yeah. and like like I said, when the time is right, probably like two weeks from now, when we do our new show, a new episode or whatever. Believe me, I, I'm probably going to go on a rant because there's just some things that it's just like what the fuck. But let's talk about something. Good. That did happen. Uh, Orange Cassidy and Chris Jericho, we talked about how they're putting over Orange Cassidy. Mm -hmm. And Orange Cassidy picked up a big win over Chris Jericho. The only thing I didn't like about this one, this match was not as good as their first one. That's one. And I thought the finish was a bit sloppy. Okay. Why? I didn't necessarily like the the whole awkward roll-up gimmick. It Mm. looked kind of sloppy, in my opinion. But the match was okay for what it was. I just necessarily didn't like the finish. Mm-hmm. Do you think we're going to see a third match at All Out, or yeah. do you think this is it?
1: No, you, you, you have to get a third match. You know wrestling is all about trilogies. You know wrestling is all about the rubber match. You know wrestling, it's, hey, you get one hand, I get the other hand. Now, hey, we're even. Let's find out two out of three falls, right? The only difference with this two out of three falls is three separate matches. So when you when you go down the line, again, you, you Chris Jericho, are known as the guy who lost to the guy who can't wrestle. You know what I mean? Like you lost to Orange Cassidy, you know, the the guy that's just phoning it in. So right. you build it. Again, to me, everything that I see on screen, how does it fit in that promo right before the match? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So right. may, maybe that, or that awkward roll-up was due to, hey, you know, I, I really don't care. Let me, you know. Let me pull my arm on I mean, it does It does play. <laughs> now that
0: it, now that you're mentioning that, it yeah. kind of does play into its gimmick. His gimmick, Orange Cassidy's gimmick. But, man, it just – it looked awkward. Visually, it kind of did look awkward. Yeah. I wasn't into it. But kind of what you're saying, it kind of mm-hmm. does make sense. It might fit into Orange Cassidy's gimmick.
1: Yeah. Maybe, um, maybe he took too long. Maybe he should have just right. sped it up a little bit just in order to be a lot, a lot less awkward. Awkward. Go. So – I,
0: I, I hate to do this, man, because Chris Jericho's my guy, but, man, I got to give him congratulations. Hit Come on, button. Chris.
1: Played yourself. Hey, do it again. Congratulations. You played yourself. What did what, what he what do?
0: I, I, I like Jericho, but, man, it's not the fact that he did concerts that bothered me. It's not that. It's the fact that the audience he was doing concerts for... We're wearing masks. That's what bothers me, man. It's no, like, no, no,
1: no, 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 a no. Lot of,
0: Yeah. And one of them, I think, was Sturgis, where, you know, the where yes. world was at. And it's just like, dude, okay. I don't which I way? know. What? I know a lot of people that were coming at Jericho. They were coming for his neck because he did the concerts. Yes. And I'm not necessarily uh kind of giving him the congratulations because of that. I just I'm more criticizing the fact that the people he was doing the concert for None of them were spread out. None of them were wearing masks. Nothing. Nothing. No masks, no nothing. Okay. That's what that's what bothers me about but it. But
1: can you control that?
0: I mean, if you're if you're the guy doing the show, I think you can. I'm not gonna do the I'm not gonna perform if people ain't wearing masks. Mm. listen, we well, listen, dude. We've seen independent wrestling shows. Yeah. D C W and ICW that ran shows in open fields that have said You must wear a mask. If you're not wearing a mask, you're not going to get in.
1: Okay. Now, let me play.
0: Devil's advocate.
1: Yeah. (laughs) For the people that are outside of the U.S., what happens is every year you have a whole biker week thing. That's why they did a hug while there because it was actually around the same exact time. Um, They go to this place, I think North Dakota is it? or South Dakota, one of those two, Sturgis, one North of, Dakota. One of the, one of the Dakotas. <laughs> Stur- Sturgis, blank Dakota. Uh, so right. <laughs> <laughs> what it is is basically a field out in the boonies um, where a whole bunch of bikers, they, if you own a bike, oh. you usually ride over there. That's the way they do it. You get down to the field. There's usually like a whole week worth of um, biker entertainment, right? That's, that's the nicest way you could put it, right? So basically, it's drug, sex and alcohol. Uh, But what they've done lately is start to bring bands there to actually play kind of kind of merge Woodstock and Sturgis. That's the way that I see it. Right. So to Woodstock Rednecks. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. To Jericho's defense, they have been doing shows. But since it was Sturgis and since, you know, with with everything that's happening uh, in the in the news eyes, you know what I mean? Let's just put it that way, political stuff. Sturgis has a certain kind of crowd that goes to it. <laughs> now you're like, I'm playing I'm playing Sam right now. So in that crowd, they did have a maximum amount of people that you can have in there, right? Which is what Fozzie was doing with the other shows. Let's say it was a capacity of a thousand, then you can only get two hundred in there, right? Now, before the show, they tell people, you know what, you have to keep your distance, which is what what Jericho said. Now, these people are, you know, give me liberty, give me death type of thing. They're not going to wear their masks. They're they're thinking, you know, the man's out to get me. But I think if Jericho or Fozzie or the tour manager would have done anything like that, you would have had a riot okay, there's a lot of alcohol, there's a lot of drugs, there's a lot of anti-government, there's a lot of pent-up frustration that goes into what's going on over there right now, that just the thought of you canceling Sturges never crossed anybody's mind. Does that make sense? I, I think they should have canceled Sturges. <laughs> I'm
0: just saying. <laughs> but, L- but, listen, but, they're, man, but they're not I- going every- to. Listen, listen, Leo. Everything you said made sense it made sense like i'm not i'm not disagreeing with you but that does not take away that chris Jericho gets a congratulations That does, no, listen no. i love jericho i'm not I'm jericho's not. my guy but you're still getting a congratulations
1: i i just played devil's advocate in the sense of you know what as a performer you need to understand your crowd right 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 and it is very easy for them to turn on him in the literal sense because he could do whatever he wants in wrestling He's loved, he's hated. It doesn't matter. It's not going to affect his sales, right? Right, right. But in the music industry, it affects it. You know what I mean? In the music industry, okay. he has to be a face all the time, right? Okay. In the wrestling industry, he can go face, heel, face, heel. You know what I mean? Because it's mm-hmm. not going to matter his bottom line. So, again, that's why I kind of think, I think what he shouldn't have done is what we said that Tony Khan shouldn't do last show we did. Why do you go to the comments? Why do you answer these people? Why do you give give them their five seconds of fame?
0: Yeah, he should have just left it alone and just take the heat, and that's it. At the end of the day, if you know, right, which I don't agree with, but if you did the show, you did your proper testing, you're Mm. perfectly fine, your band is fine, then that's it. The only people that you need to uh, address to is
1: Tony Khan, and that's it. Yeah. And again, we we are on the outside looking in. We don't know if, if right, Jericho right, right, right. tried to stop the show. We don't know if, you know, up to the last second, Jericho was like, I'm not going in. Kind of like, remember the whole thing with Brock Lesnar and Randy Orton? When Brock, like, broke up uh, Randy's eye and shit. And then Jericho yeah, yeah, yeah. was waiting for him backstage. But we only learned about that, like, two months later. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. it's kind of like the same way. We don't know if Jericho was fighting with the promoter saying, I'm not going out there. Like, look at these fucking people, you know?
0: <laughs> right. Right. We don't know. We don't know. But regardless, he's getting a congratulations.
1: Hi- hindsight is twenty twenty. So congratulations. You played yourself, Mr. Jericho. So uh, you made the list, a- Mr. A- Jericho.
0: A- A.W. A.W. Uh, I wouldn't even say it's shocking, but uh, right. they did release some people this week. They released Bea Priestley, uh, Sadie Gibbs and Jimmy Havoc. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Havoc, you know, with the whole speaking out movement, uh That happened earlier, a couple months ago with that happening. That feels so long ago. (laughs) Right. Uh, Jimmy Havoc (laughs) did get accused with some uh, crazy acts. And we all know he has some drug problems that happened. So that didn't surprise me too much that he got released. And also Bia Priestley and Sadie Gibbs, uh, Bia Priestley, she was on, she made a couple of TV appearances
1: mm-hmm.
0: and Sadie Gibbs, I feel like they dropped the ball with her cause She's got she had work. a really good, she had a really good look. Like yeah. she had a TV look. Um, but unfortunately they got released due to the pandemic. They're out in the UK, so they couldn't be uh, brought out to TV out here in the States due to everything with COVID. I can see Sadie Gibbs and Bea Priestley at some point getting back into AEW once mm-hmm. we had like a new norm, if you will. Once, yeah. uh. The, the, the travel restrictions. Getting, right. Once we get the travel restrictions lifted or whatever, and we see uh, UK and Japan talent out here, I could easily see beta Priestley and, and Sadie Gibbs um coming back to Dynamite yeah. uh, at some point.
1: So, and uh, and, and it's, it's, we have no control over any of the stuff that's going on. What, what we do have control over is like, hey, share this video. Let the people know that we're here. But. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have no control of what's going on right now. So even if you wanted them to write them into a storyline, you don't know. You right. could be, you could be writing a storyline for all out 2021 for all, you know, you know what I mean? Right. When the next time you could have somebody on, on uh, coming from the, out of the States, but uh, if you're not going to use them, give them the opportunity for them to work. Right. I And I understand, you know what? Matt Cardona, Zach Ryder, um, He was on payroll, if you will, for what, like 20 years, right? 18. So. Yeah,
0: 15, 16, maybe 18.
1: You basically, I don't care what you said, you made me lose money. Because, yeah, I'm getting paid from the WWE, but I'm getting paid to sit at home. Where, you know what, when Leo Rush said that, you know, and, and aside from all his crazy shit, but it's true. Like I can go out there on my own. Let me prove myself. Let me live by myself, by my, uh, what I've built, but also let me die by it. Right? So with a uh, havoc, um, and, and these people that can't come from the, uh, from the UK. Okay. Get them off a of contract. Let them work out there. Let them get better. You're, you're leaving on good terms. Come to them and say, Hey, look, this thing started back in March. Here we are in August. You know, I've given you five months worth of pay. We're going to let you go. But as soon as this is over, we'll come back. Right? Right. So you kind of like leaving on good terms. Like none of this stuff is just thrown out the window. Now, with Jimmy Havoc, that's the one that surprised me. Because just his look, there's so many things you could do with it.
0: He got some baggage, though. So due to some some of the stuff that came out. So, (laughs) I mean... I could. I, I don't think we'll steal the last of Jimmy Havoc. Once mm. we hit some new normalcy, I could see like a company like MLW yeah. um, bringing them back in, and and who knows? We haven't seen the last of Jimmy Havoc. Hopefully, he gets his mind right. And well, stuff. Let,
1: let's get the vaccine first, and then uh, we could book out right. twenty twenty.
0: <laughs> so, speaking of AEW, uh, they're gonna be. Uh, they're not gonna be on Wednesday night this week due to the NBA, the NBA. and they're gonna be on Saturday. Right after the the NBA playoffs that's happening uh, sometime after six o'clock. Interesting. What that is, they're going to have a lot of competition because not only do you have takeover that same night, but then earlier on in the day you have um you know for that crowd because listen, a lot of people that watch AEW are the same people that are watching the Independence, right? Yeah. So you got a, uh GCW's tournament of survival. People that are into like deathmatch wrestling that's going to be happening on Fight TV. Now I know that's. Maybe not as many numbers as what AEW gets, but mm-hmm. a portion of that crowd watches AEW and the Indies, So, you know, they're gonna they they have some uh, competition if you want Saturday. I don't, I don't expect, and I could be wrong here. Yeah, but I don't expect AEW to get a number like they would get on Wednesday night. Oh no,
1: no, no, not not even close. So so what happens is this, and uh, I think we we had posted on it, but. Um, one of the of the people behind AEW coming to TNT, right? So one of the bigwigs, one of the, the C suite people.
0: One of their bigger
1: supporters. Yeah. He was let go this week. Right? So budget cuts, whatever you may be, but you know, it doesn't matter what kind of product you have, it could be good and everything, but unless you have somebody rooting for you at the C suite level, you're you're stuck, right? Right. Now, we don't know what's going to happen. Again, this is all speculation, but you got to take the good with the bad, right? Yeah, you're in. You're on TNT, but you're mm-hmm. not the NBA. No, 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 no. You're not the NBA.
0: So, <laughs> you're not the NBA
1: at all. So, Leo, Leo, me, what I would have done is treat – because you knew these shows were going to be on tape delay, right? hmm Treat these shows as pay-per-views. Because if you treat this show as a regular dynamite, as a regular, you know, Cody Rhodes coming out, it's not going to work, right? You need to make this special to have people want to tune in. Because like like you just said. Like a clash of champions? Anything. Make it a tournament. Make it, you know, make it this tag team appreciation thing. Make it a tournament for the tag team belts. Or not even. Make it a, a tournament for the number one contenders. Like, again. Build it into a storyline to make that Saturday feel special. Because right now, from what you told me, AEW is the last thing I want to watch that, t- that Saturday.
0: Do, do you think it would have been more beneficial for AEW to still be on Wednesday, but have it and want to turn her sister stations like a true TV?
1: No, because not everybody has true TV. Right? Okay. So. And I, and I think once the wrestling fan tunes into the channel... Because, again, it's a whole bunch of us. You have a whole bunch of different people. But I what, think... What, okay,
0: okay, so my next question is, how about, like, TBS? What's happening on TBS on Wednesdays?
1: Uh, They probably have a, I don't know, a, a TBS movie or something. <laughs> I don't
0: know. No, oh, but... Okay so, okay, so if that's the case, I, and listen, yeah, I yeah. don't know what happens on TBS on Wednesdays, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't I, watched TBS in a while long. I don't know. But hypothetically speaking, like, if they're just going to show a movie on TBS on a Wednesday, right, Wednesday
1: night, why not put Dynamite there? No, because it's, it's direct competition to your NBA. Remember TNT, TBS, True TV. Their number one client is the NBA. So why would you put in the same demographic? And again, this is all technical stuff, but I don't give a fuck. Right, so right, it's right, our right. show. In the same demographic, eighteen to thirty-five male, which is what your WWE demographic that is. Makes sense. It right? Make sense. Your wrestling. You're right. You're, right. you're not going to put the same show twice. But again use it to my advantage. I'm AEW. I'm going to use this to my advantage. Hey, we're not going to be here on Wednesday, but you cannot miss Saturday. Saturday we're going to have ba 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 ba. You know what I mean? And then during the show and on your social media on Wednesday when you should be on, you push Saturday show. So now you kind of use your social media to promote that Saturday show. Make it feel special because if it's just another another, you know, episode 38, you know what I mean? why would I want to watch it if I can it watch the takeover
0: the second you mentioned demographic, it kind of does make sense now why they wouldn't do that. That's, but that's the reason that's why what I'm happened. here. I, I mean, that's <laughs> like I said, there's going to be so much shit happening next weekend. Yeah. That's why I was like. I think we just need a week off and mm-hmm. then like kind of, cause there's no point for us to do a show Saturday morning no. by the time how we release a podcast, whatever we talked about is going to be all no. news. Cause you have dynamite happening. You have uh, TakeOver, SummerSlam's the next day, so I think we yeah. should just
1: take a week off. No, and, and you know what? Uh, what the hell's the word? Uh, missing or something makes the heart grow fonder. Like, absence. Right, right, right. Uh, hey, uh, it, it's the same thing with wrestling, but what? what again, that's why I was saying, treat that Saturday as as a big event. Because again, yeah, yeah. you use it to your, you know, you could even call it versus. You know what I mean? Like, hey, we're going up against uh, TakeOver, but we're really not. But we're stuck in this corner, so let's just go all out, you know? Like, use it to your advantage. And and I think that's one of the things that, again, and it goes back to the, the greater days in wrestling history where there was competition, so it was basically you against them type of thing. Right, you know? right, 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 right. So you, use that. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, use that. Yeah, you have the NBA, which you knew going into TNT, you know, it's like when we here in the States, Ben Cliff, this is what used to happen, right? <laughs> do they still air Brave <laughs> Games on TBS? I think they still do. <laughs> but <laughs> what I'm saying is, this we knew, right, that in September in the US, you did not get raw for two weeks. You remember that? You remember when the Bedminster dog show was yeah, on? Yeah, the Bedminster dog show. <laughs> Why do we wrestling fans know about that? Because when but, we would tune in on Monday, we were like, "Oh fuck, it's that pu- time of the year." They would push Raw. They they would they would take Raw spot. Okay, so that you could put it in another channel, but they didn't because they wanted that audience, right? They didn't want to lose anybody, so they would just air it on Tuesdays. I don't know if you remember that, but the, that's what I'm saying. Like you going into USA, you knew that in September on Mondays you were not going to go live. I don't care if you're the WWE. After a while, they kind of figured out and saw that WWE was bringing in more money. But at that same exact time, you cannot say, I'm not moving out on Monday. So I think the same thing happened with AEW. But again, it's a missed opportunity where push that as a pay-per-view. You know what I mean? Use social media for what it's meant for, to get people talking. If you're able to get AEW trending on Twitter when you're not on TV then whatever you're prepping for Saturday works. But, hey, you missed that opportunity. I'm sorry. I can't market everything for you, AEW. You're welcome.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, I guess we'll say this is lastly. Uh, Last let's week. talk about Ring of Honor.
1: Uh, we haven't talked
0: about Ring of Honor in a while. I know. They man. put out a press release this week that starting next weekend, which is SummerSlam weekend. They're going to be uh, – Going back to tapings. They're going to yes. be taping a couple epi- episodes of Ring of Honor television. They're mm-hmm. going to be in Baltimore starting next Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Um, they're going to produce some new episodes of Ring of Honor.
1: 822.
0: There will be no fans in attendance at all.
1: Mm-hmm. It's just going
0: to be the, the talent. And uh, we're going to see the tournament beginning of the Pure Championship. That's an old-school championship for old-school Ring of Honor heads. Uh, the tournament nice. will start. And also – Marty Skrull, which is a guy we haven't spoken about in a while ever since the allegations came out with him. Marty! Uh, he's, he's on hiatus, and he... I wonder why. He's not head booker anymore, and Delirious, once again, has taken that role. Uh, Single-H, Hunter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he's uh, now the head booker, once again, for Ring of Honor, which I don't think that's the answer. But what's, what's your thoughts on Ring of Honor coming back? Apparently, they got, they're they going to do some big stuff in Ring of Honor. They said that... According to, hmm. <laughs> according to Brian Alvarez.
1: According to Brian Alvarez.
0: According to Brian Alvarez, he said on Wrestling Observer Radio, whatever Ring of Honor plans on doing, it's going to hit home for that old school fan. Okay. Um. Uh, he didn't go into detail with that, but that's what uh, Brian Alvarez is reporting. Uh
1: uh-huh.
0: So When it comes to Ring of Honor as a brand, I think it's good that they're going to be producing new products. So. I, I think that's great. I think, you know, due to the Marty situation, man, this is a guy that, man, he's, uh, his career's in limbo. I don't know if he can come back from this. I really don't know. Um, man. We want them it, to. It, it, listen, I, I was thinking about when I was, when I was doing that post and I was thinking of, uh, about the whole Marty situation. I, do I look at him differently? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Cause I can't, Mentally, I'm just looking at. It's like, listen. There's no excuse whether it's legal or not. No matter what yeah. country, if you're 26 and you're hooking up with a a 15, 16 year old, I'm gonna look at look at you as a pedo. At and listen, at the end of the day, and the fact that he admitted that he yeah. knew the age, yeah. that's what it, it, that 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 scars me and bothers me. You
1: you can't Do separate. You, know love, you can't separate the two.
0: I, I can't. You know why? Because. Yeah. Everybody had if you decide to change your ways and 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 change as a person, do. Can I see you? Can I see you having a comeback story? Absolutely. Look at Shawn Michaels. Now, yeah. granted, Shawn Michaels was a, 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 a pet or anything like that. But, you know, he had no, his drug no. addiction. He, he I see he, it. He did, he, he did, Shawn Michaels did what he did and he yeah. had a comeback story. OK, When Marty, it, it kind of disturbs me a little bit more because. Bro, you hooked up with with a child at the yeah. day that I, I kind of look. This is how I, I put it. I look at myself when I was 26, like mentally, I can't envision hooking up with one of my goddaughter's friends. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it's disgusting to me.
1: No. And, 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 and what I go ahead, go
0: ahead. Now, can Marty come back from this? I mean, anything's possible do I want Marty to come back from this at the end of the day? I'm always going to have love for Marty. Mm-hmm. You know, do I agree with what he did? Absolutely. Do I find it disgusting? Absolutely. But listen, I think back at how, um, how many amazing and great moments that Marty has given us over the years, you know, do I have still love for Marty score? Absolutely. Yeah. But
1: I don't know how you could come back from this. Um, you no, know? I think, uh, and, and again, I grew up with wrestling and soccer, so I can only talk about things that I know. I'm not I'm not going to sit here and talk about other shit that uh, I have no control over, right? But the way what? I see it is this. Every story needs to have an up and needs to have a down, right? Now, you look at a guy like Maradona, shout out to our boy Ben Cliff, who uh, actually got to see him on his coke days. Um, you cannot, <laughs> you cannot, like, I can't defend him. Is what I'm trying to say, right? Like I don't, the,
0: I don't think
1: no one can. No, no, but <laughs> but but and and, and it's going to come full circle, right? So I cannot right. I cannot defend when Maradona goes and says that that Cuba is a good country and fuck the U.S. I'm sorry, I, I can't help you there. I cannot defend when Maradona goes and says some stupid shit, right? And I'm putting that to Marty Skurro. I cannot defend what he did, right? Because I see it as wrong. So if I condone what he did. I am saying, you know what? Anybody could do it, right? My my thing is this. Can he come back? Yes. But hindsight being 2020, I don't think so because we're here. We're in the now. Now, when the whole Shawn Michaels thing happened, right? And the whole Maradona Kogan and everything happened, you had no social media. So you only heard about it maybe once in the news, maybe twice in the newspaper, that like that week, right? It might have been part of the newspaper for the, you know, the the wrestling or, or, or magazines. The-
0: the wrestling magazines right come on i'm here bro anything, look, look, look. listen bro taking it back anytime when i was a kid going uh like the supermarket with my parents or whatever when they would do the shopping where i would go with them i would always grab a wrestling magazine of and course. Throughout, when they were shopping i was walking there just going through it dude <laughs> it, it, was a, it was it was a
1: point in my life right that you had the wrestling magazines right next to the pornos so it was like Okay, let's go. (laughs) But what I'm saying is this. So with Marty, right? And it's a terrible segue. But with Marty, right? And what he did is wrong, right? Mm -hmm. So I cannot condone. Like, okay, yeah, what, what Shawn Michaels did was being a dick, the drugs, whatever. That's something that you could recover from because the only victim is yourself, right? I think what happened with Marty, with it being what it was, he's not the victim, because he's not addicted to this. The victim is somebody else. So mm-hmm. now, can he make a comeback? Yeah, you know, you can. I have no idea how to do it because if I did, I wouldn't be sitting here with you. I'll be, you know, right. uh, <laughs> I'll be a consultant for Marty. But how do you get out of this? I have no idea. But if you do. I, I'm
0: surpre- Ring of Honor went on record saying that they're. Uh... They're still like he's still under investigation. That's why his status with Ring of Honor is like he's just on hiatus.
1: But but that's the thing. I just
0: don't I I just don't, like I'm just trying to think like what kind of investigation are you really going to do? Cuz Marty has admitted yeah. that this
1: happened. There, there is, no investigation. There, there is right, no investigation. there is no investigation. What, what they're trying to do is they're trying to wait it out as much as they can. For it not <laughs> to be and I'm, and I'm serious. They're waiting out as much as they can for it not to be a hot topic anymore for them to say, "Yeah, Marty's back with us."
0: Okay, so so okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna just Go this ahead. is hypothetically speaking. This is without yeah. me knowing it's,
1: anything. It's our, it's our fucking show. Think, Go. Do you
0: think, on paper mm-hmm. and what the reports are reporting, is just a facade, and maybe Marty is still running as head booker? Yeah, of course. Of course, oh Oh my god! I mean, I mean technically, technically, we'll know based on the product they give us, right? Okay, okay. (laughs) So,
1: so we're gonna tune in because we tune into just about everything, right? Right. But I want you throughout the show to tell me. This would be a Marty thing, right? You know what I mean? Because we know the styles, right? Now again, what does it take to be a booker? I could be texting you, hey, I want the guy to do this, I want the guy to do that. You could be texting me, you know what I mean? Like, you could be the one on the field. I could be at home watching a security camera and telling you, okay, have him do this, have him do that. You don't know that, you know what I mean? Like, only me and you know because I'm the one sending you the information, but it's mm-hmm. still my vision there, mm-hmm. right? It's kind of like in soccer when, the, when the, um, the coach gets a red card, right, and he has to go sit up in the stands. He's got a phone. He's got a two-way radio talking to the assistant coach who's covering for him while he comes back from hiatus, right? (laughs) So it's it's again, it's my product. You just I'm not the face of it, right? Now again, can he come back? I wish he can because as a character, you know, you are able to enjoy it. Can you separate the two? As of right now, we can't. You know I can't.
0: I, mean? I, I really can't. And and like I said, I look at him differently. Do I do deep down inside of me, do I still have love for the guy? Absolutely. Cause uh I fucking named my dog after the guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that that's deep well, right there. That's wasn't it connection.
1: wasn't it wasn't it Marty Dinetti? Who's the other Marty, nah, right?
0: at Nah, at this point, I'm claiming Marty McFly from Back to <laughs> <for> the Future. <laughs> okay, but but,
1: but... but let's hope but, that he comes out of it. That's what, that's what I want because, again, we, we have a connection with him. We saw Ring of Honor c- coming back to what we know Ring of Honor could be. Um, you know, he was the hottest free agent before this whole thing happened.
0: You want to... Dude, you want to talk about a congratulations, bro. This guy went from... Being the hottest free agent, he signs a major deal with Ring of Honor. He's doing work with the NWA. And then all of a sudden this shit happens. And guess what? Now everybody's just like they fucking the young bucks and and Kenny Omega, they took him out of uh, being elite. Any 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 sign of Marty from being elite was taken out. Like he's kind of in a way, at least for the moment and maybe going to the future. He's kind of blacklisted. You talk about like a career fuck up. That's yeah. him, dude.
1: Uh, Jessica Hoffman is saying they could be waiting on what the judge has to say. Now that's only well, one I don't case.
0: Think, I, don't, I don't think there's any legal stuff in there. No, it's but, just
1: but they, they could be a legal. Um, there could be a legal um, part of this, right? Where if it happened in the States, you know what I mean? I think that's the part that they're looking at. Maybe in the UK, the the laws are different again. But where, we can't where talk ha-
0: where it happened. Where it happened, it wasn't in the states. It was out no. somewhere in the UK, which
1: but okay, was legal, okay,
0: in theory, which is disgusting, but yeah. it's legal.
1: Okay, but but that's fine, right? That that's I'm not saying that's fine, but that happened over there. What I'm saying <laughs> yeah. is this: clean,
0: clean, can pull a sand pull a and clean that
1: up, <laughs> So <laughs> it happened. Not fine, in- not okay. <laughs> Let's just put it this way. If you smoke crack in Asia, you're more bound to smoke crack in the U.S. I'm just saying you're, you got to talk to people. That's what I think what the investigation is. I don't think there's a judge involved, but just again, if you smoke crack in Asia and you admitted to smoking crack, even though you knew it was crack, it just wasn't the year that you wanted to smoke it. Right. Now, I'm pretty sure that there's more cases or that's what the investigation is to see if it ever happened here in the States. Is there any tweets out there? Is there any chatter? Is there any murmur? Hey, you work with Marty. Did you ever see anything? Did anything, you know what I mean? Like, that's the investigation.
0: And and you know what it is too about the Marty situation that makes it um, different compared to some of the other ones. Uh The other one, and and I'm not saying it did happen. I'm not saying it didn't happen. So don't twist my words around. But what I'm Mm. trying to say is an allegation is an allegation. Yes. It's your, it's your opinion, whether you want to believe the accuser mm-hmm. or the person, uh, they're actually, uh, uh the accuser or the per or the victim, it's yeah. on you. Right. Yeah, yeah. With this situation, it's a little bit different. Cause the accused the, the person that the victim came out said all this stuff and then Marty admitted to it. Yeah. So not only is it disgusting, but it's like, fuck dude, yeah, and, <laughs> you and- know, like, in a
1: way, there's like kind of no coming back from this. But but again, if there is, I would love to see it because you can't write better TV than reality, right? Oh man! <laughs> no no no! But but what I'm saying is I, I'm interested. It hasn't been done before, right? Because if you look at it, Shawn Michaels was more of a drug issue, you know, womanizer. You know, Jimmy yeah. Snuka, he killed somebody. You know, Maradona, I, I Cokes. like. You know,
0: I feel like if not, I'm not. I wouldn't even condone this. But mm-hmm. if they were trying to, if they were going to blur the lines ever with Marty, if yeah. Marty, hypothetically speaking, and I'm going to say like a year from now, right? I'm thinking Okay, fine. <laughs> All right, fine. We go a couple years from now. <laughs> the is- only way you could blur the lines is say uh, you could, you could, you got to go with the personal demons route. You can okay. say. Anything with, when it comes to underage, or anything like that, because yeah. that's just not no, no, cool. that's that, that's you when you go with that. You got to go with personal demons if they ever mm-hmm. wanted to blur, blur the lines, which yeah. I don't think they should.
1: No, and and again, it hasn't been done before, and that's the only reason why I'm looking forward to see okay, what are you going to try? Because I think, yeah, Shawn Michaels was low, you know, uh, Snooker, everybody knew he killed a girl, and then you know, ultimately they found out he did, but. It wasn't this, right? It wasn't this exact scenario to our boys in the UK. It wasn't this scenario, right? This is something totally different where it also has to do with different cultures. I
0: tell you what, man. And like in two years, three years from now, we could see a Dark Side of the Ring episode. Dark Side of the Ring, the self-destruction of Marty
1: Hey, And he'll probably be the executive producer behind it. You don't know that. Maybe that's what you need in order to understand. You know what? It's more of a cultural thing, but I never did it outside the UK. I mean, again, we're fantasy booking his life. Just Listen,
0: saying. I only did it in the UK. <laughs> I know it was wrong in the UK even though it was legal, but I never did it in the States. Uh, again, again, to, again. Got,
1: we... It's like it's like, oh. you know, crack. Like if you're going to, uh, you know, if you do it over there, you you know, you're more oh. bound to do it over here too.
0: It's so bad. All right, I think that's it, dude. Uh, what's your plugs, <laughs> Leo?
1: Well, first of all, I want to uh, congratulate my daughter. She is uh, having a birthday. I know, yeah, Marty scroll to this. Uh, she's having a birthday on the 18th. So, happy birthday, Victoria! Daddy loves you. Uh, and Absolutely. you guys can follow us at uh, Lucha Outsiders everywhere. All the all the stuff, the visual stuff that I put on the screen today, all has come from posts that Mario puts up on our on our page. Um, Where you guys can stay up to date and uh, you can follow us everywhere. Uh, LRNlive.com. All
0: right. Uh, Sam's not here, so let me give him a shout out. Uh, You can follow him at Sammy Suplex. I definitely want to give a shout out to uh, Violence and Suffering. That's a promotion out here in the Northeast. They'll be running a show today in Jersey. And for the people that are going. Have fun. But if you're not going and you're not from Jersey or in the tri-state area or you're not traveling to go watch the show, make sure you watch it at the Fight app. Shout out to the homie Orlando nice. from the show. He uh, He's part of the uh, the Violence and Suffering uh, you know team. So nice. uh, they, they're putting out a great show today on the Fight app. Make sure you follow us at Lucha Outsiders everywhere instagram facebook and twitter and make sure you subscribe to the podcast and also follow me at rabid since 87 and that is it yeah
1: by the way i was gonna do like a an instagram shout out like sam does i was gonna say you guys can go check out this uh, new brand of wrestling uh they are at WWE, at wwe everywhere you can find them i think their website is wwe.com it's a new startup company you know they have 27 21.7 million followers
0: Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Is that like a a, a new page? No, like new page? no, that's the actual WWE page. <laughs> oh my god! We <laughs> you know, not wrestling related, not wrestling related uh, at all. But you mentioned about crack and stuff. So <laughs> crack was, and stuff. crack and stuff. So I was yeah. Last night I was watching the the new Stevo stand up. Okay. Where he talked about all the drugs he's done Uh uh-huh. man that is a hilarious stand-up if you guys are into like jackass and like that type of comedy definitely check out the steve standup. stand-up it's called gnarly it's hilarious
1: okay well didn't he do a stunt like where he duct taped himself to the billboard yeah. so, so
0: so check this out the backstory from that i believe they were in la he duct taped himself all the way to colorado
1: <laughs> oh my god
0: <laughs> keep in mind they de- definitely did have Pit stops where he ate and stuff. Yeah. I don't know how he pissed, but um uh, yeah. So, but God, he might,
1: he, I, you know, what I do know how he pissed. He was wearing the pants. Uh, well, it depends on when you have to go. They're either really saturated or not. Oh, person joke. <laughs> so,
0: that, so that happened. So that happened. So, but, but it's a really good stand up. So, if you guys are, are into that kind of comedy, definitely check it out.
1: Hey, I, I think we're all in that same demographic. I think that's the key word. But go.
0: All right, for the old man Leo. Yeah. Of course, Sammy Sweet, but I'm your truly Mr. Rated R. Keep a Rated R safe this week.